Session one. Picking where you all left off within the half sessions that we did earlier to kind of introduce your characters, get things kicked off, meet each other a little bit. Javid, Onox, and Snow of the Mountain, you guys are on your way from Toravir Deep along the Ashkew Path on the final day of travel towards North End. You uh, ran into a little bit of trouble. You were late already. You got sidetracked, but continued on your way, finding yourselves in the late evening approaching Obrix's Crystal Tavern. A heavy rain has overcome the region, one of the many squalls coming in from the west. You can see as you approach North End, kind of the edges of the city start to pick up. Uh, you see houses beginning to dot the landscape, the trees growing a little bit thicker and thicker, their trunks growing wider and wider, taller and taller as you get into the town itself. There's a few passers-by here and there. An individual on a cart passes you. He's got his hood up, kind of cracks the reins going by. A little puff of pipe smoke comes out. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and describe yourselves, uh, just so we all kind of get that mental picture. Alright, so Onox is a like dark chocolate brown uh for the most part for throughout his fur. Um he's got a black mane with like gray frosted tips. Um he is larger in stature, standing about six foot six one, uh about two hundred, two ten, um pretty thick. Uh the biggest things about him visually that you can see is that he's got a spider web of electrical scars that go across his chest and up that is kind of like bleached white but they look like electrical scars and his eyes are a violent purple color they almost shine with a violet light uh normally wearing some kind of like um like a skirt kilt type thing but it's mainly linen um, and he has, like, sashes that he wraps around the upper parts of his body when needed. Um, mainly, like, naked from waist up, but uses, like, sashes to cover the upper parts of him when weather, inclemental weather and stuff like that happen. Um, he's got a almost translucently clear piece of twisted glass on a leather cord that hangs about his neck. Um... But other than that, he's got normal travel gear and doesn't really have weapons to note of on him that he carries. All right. Mm -hmm. um, Javid is a uh, uh, swarthy uh, wood elf. Uh, Picture uh, a Saracen or or a Bedouin or somebody like that wearing uh, uh, loose robes, a um, 
Shamog wrapped around his head. Uh, right now, uh, DM, you said that the weather is chilly and wet. Chilly and wet. It is uh, late fall, almost getting ready to become winter. So, uh, Javid, being used to, born into, and, and physically adapted to the desert, is cold and miserable, uh, huddled and wrapped up with a uh, cloak and, and uh, as much as, as he can put on, and it's not enough. It, the, uh, the chill goes, uh, goes to the bone and, and uh, he hates this weather. Standing at six feet tall with a lean muscular build, Snow is covered in a light gray fur with black rosettes, a little bit of white in the front, uh, clad in light leather armor and simple traveling gear, has eyes in the color of approaching snow clouds, and absolutely is loving this cool weather. Uh, Dimitari, she... Was someone else talking? As the three of you kind of uh, round one of the corners, you spot a signpost pointing you towards Obrix's Crystal Tavern. Just as you do so, you see kind of coming up a side road towards you, off to your left, a small cart carrying three individuals. One of them, Javid, is familiar to you. Uh, Azrael, if you'd like to describe yourself. Uh, Azrael appears to be in her mid-twenties. Um, she has dark copper hair styled in twin tails uh, her eyes are light green her ears are the size of an average human yet they're slightly pointed similar to an elf she's a half elf um she generally has a very dour and controlled uh expression uh she has an athletic build she uh, has numerous scars donating years of harsh combat training uh she has kind of lightweight um kind of attire it looks like it provides little combat protection but it doesn't restrict her movement it's in colors of shades of red and black um she's about she stands about five seven and is, is 120 pounds she is very very pale skin um she has two sighs on her back and uh several throwing knives are visible um, kind of around her. She has several pouches and um, a backpack as well. All right. And with you, there are two other individuals. Uh, one with wings. Would you care to describe yourself, Briar? Briar is a giant bug of a fairy. Uh, she has the wings of an elephant beetle. Giant, fuzzy, brown, mossy wings and when she takes off it sounds like a tiny rotary plane going off um she has long mossy green hair that's pretty matted and tied at her neck in a uh, with a leather strap uh she has iridescent green eyes that glow out of her face 
uh, and she's deep tan. She's meant to blend into the swamp, but her eyes kind of give her away a little bit. Um, she wears simple leather armor, and yeah, that's about it. All right, and Dimitari, sitting in the cart with your two companions. Uh, yeah, so Dimitari, she's got a tall, thin frame, um, long, thick black hair that goes past her shoulders. Um, she tends to wear darker clothing uh, to hide the appearance of blood um, for her work, and uh, always has her sleeves neatly cuffed to prevent them catching on various things. Um, she basically makes sure her look isn't too extravagant. She tries not to um, draw any attention in that way. Uh, she has pale gray eyes, and um, around her neck she wears a crystal that's very dark purple. Um, and you'll notice her always carrying a spell book close by. Um, that is probably the only bright thing on her, which is a royal blue in color. Your two parties grow closer and closer and arrive outside of Obrix's Crystal Tavern. The tavern is fairly large, about three stories high, built into the trunk of one of the massive ash trees that are endemic to this side of the Whispering Wood. Flickering lights and the sound of merriment emanate from the haphazardly placed windows. As you approach the well-worn metal door, correction, as you approach the established a well-worn metal door opens, and a tall, red-furred fearbolg stoops through the doorway. Under his arm is a small, unconscious halfling. As he approaches the small gate onto the premises, he kind of almost steps over it directly, tips his head to the rest of you, he's a low, excuse me, and walks off into the rainy evening. Well, this must be the sort of joint where you can... Partake to excess and then get a fear bulb to carry you home. That's the kind of service I like. Um, quick question. So, is this as we're coming back from killing the lizard person? Or is this the next night? This is coming back from killing the lizard person. Awesome. Okay. Um, so you were s supposed to meet Casimir uh, Ovan. Uh, today, basically, but uh, with Javid late, you decided to get some work and figured you would meet them that evening. Okay, so this is us on our way back. So we have the she sheep, me, and look like we, you know, we're in a fight. Got it. Yes. In fact, mm -hmm. um... Oh, shit. Keep going. I'm gonna say our, our party also looks a little um, beaten up. Uh, several of us having gotten uh, mauled. Uh, Snow definitely looking worse for wear. Right. I think I think both uh, uh, Snow and, and Onox uh, got uh, bashed a bit hard. Do we have the lizard body with us still? Uh, you, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you throw it in the back of the 
cart. There's a there's a there's a lizard body that's tied up with rope and maybe you know kind of slightly cleaned up. Maybe it looks a little weird. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Doesn't I don't it, I'm not even phased by it. Um. Uh, I I don't recall. Uh, were we expecting? Was I expecting to meet um, Azrael here? Yes. Okay. Well, you're uh, running late. You're about a day late. Um, so, so she might say, "You're late." Yeah. Uh, traffic on the on the path. Horrendous. Are these your recruits? These are. Allow me to introduce our new boon companions, uh, Onux, and gesturing, and Snow of the Mountain. I've got, says, I've got two uh, spears on my back too. And you guys are pretty beat up. Oh yeah, I got blood like coming out of my mouth. My that's mouth. like that's dry. dry. I'm like. I'm like Got some cuts over my eyes, blood running down the side of my face. Well, they're still yeah. alive. Yeah. This is Demetari and Briar. These are the best you could do. Killed a lizard. Oh, good to meet you. Okay, okay yeah, but a, a lizard, come on. We uh, we faced a, a white dragon, I'll have you know. You know that's not true. Uh, actually, we did. I Can mean... I roll an insight check? <laughs> sure. Um, and Javid, you feel free to roll. A check is appropriate for that as well. Can he roll for the truth? Uh, never know. I rolled pretty bad, so I'm I'm, I'm pretty just like whatever. It's a fairly outlandish statement, and he is not very persuasive. But, uh, you know. Friar volunteered to cook? Are we cooking the lizard man? No, that would be awful. Yeah, no, they did some weird shit to his body, too. You don't want that. But now, li lizard people eat li lizards and, and people, but people don't eat lizard people. I mean, lizards have good meat. Didn't know what we were cooking up. Did I give you the sheep already, Briar? I think yeah, I handed yeah, it to you. Yeah, and I've got some carrots and potatoes. It's going to be good. I also hand you some um, grounded up chili pepper and be liberal. I'm going to take Snow under his arm and go inside of the tavern to get out of the weather. All right. Yes. As you, as you, I'm going to accept and kind of limp in. All right. Uh, are the rest of you guys also uh, heading inside? All right. Parking the... Uh, yeah, C2. Um, uh, getting the uh, cart. Yeah, parking and... the cart and uh, heading towards the door. Um, as you approach the door, an older halfling in a mud-stained cloak kind of presses it open partway, steps out, his face out. A shout follows him out. I'll be here all ten day, ready to take more of your coin, followed by laughter. 
And stops for a moment, sizing up the six of you. Shakes his head. Maybe you'll have better luck with it than I. And he kind of flicks a gold coin in your way. I catch it. Alright, you catch the uh, golden coin and says, Good evening. Gives you a wink. Throws his hood up and shuffles past you down to the road. <clears throat> well, if this is how everyone's greeted, I'll, I'll make a... Uh practice of coming here more often. You get uh, gold every time you come to the door. All right. You step out of the cold fall evening and into the warm and loud tavern. Amongst the numerous patrons, you notice to your right an eclectic group of travelers gathered around a pair of bars, the two of them singing Getharest's The Maid of Thalassa, while the rest painfully howl the tune and forget the words. To your left, you see a table of four halflings, three of them asleep in front of their empty pint glasses, the fourth attempting to finish the last few gulps. At the bar, an elf and a dwarf are engaged in a heated conversation while the barkeep refills their glasses. A half-worked tavern maid passes your party carrying a tray of ales. Have a seat anywhere, dearies, and I'll be by to take your order, okay? Suddenly a massive Goliath leaps up from his chair in front of her, letting out a deep belly laugh. He catches her in the side, and the tray of glasses crashes to the floor. The music and conversation pauses for a brief moment before picking back up. And Can I try to snag a glass before it, like, it, like tips over? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I went in on that. Um, she's probably a, a few feet away from you guys. If you're standing right at the doorway, you would not, probably not be quite close enough. Okay, so all that happened I'm, like right as we opened the door. I'm I'm pretty observant. I might uh, have uh, seen that about to happen. You can certainly try. Go ahead and give me an acrobat. Unfortunately, she is too far away. You know, 15 feet away from you from the door. Uh, let me put the rest right, of that's, your... that's not even half my speed. All right. Can you guys all... Yep. The tavern. I cannot move my token, but I can no. see everybody. Try now. It's uh, a gray screen yeah. for me. Do I reload or something? Oh, there it is. If you guys have bad internet, this room is going to mess you guys up. Like the half of us are near death. Okay. Um, can everybody see now? or? Yes. Yeah, everything's good on my end. Um, so Azrael is going to um, go up to the bar and order um, a glass of wine um, with chili peppers. All right. That'll run you uh, two silver. We can start a tab for She just pushes the the two silver. We've got, and... a, we've got a fresh... Uh... Fresh set of wines in from Etalon, if you're interested. I'll take it. 
very well. Right, set up a tab for um, for the party. Sounds good. Um, he kind of starts uh, pouring the wine, and he's. Uh, what about the rest of your friends? Uh, I want an ale in a bowl. <clears throat> I'll take an ale in a glass. An ale Wine. and a bowl. Begins uh, serving up the drinks and bowls and setting them out for you guys. Uh, Demitari, uh, Briar, and uh, Asriel, you guys were here uh, last night, so you do have rooms and you uh, are kind of familiar-ish with it. Uh, so you do know they serve food. Uh, Is there mostly. a common area I could cook or would I have to go back outside to cook something? Uh, yeah, they don't really have a common cooking area. There's a back where they cook, but... Can uh, can we just commandeer? Like, because, I mean, sheep sounds delicious with, you know, stolen potatoes, carrots. Heard? Heck yeah, it's gonna be delicious. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna As go ask. Azrael, um, have you, like, how do you put your little pepper in your wine? What I notice? Uh, I mean, she's not hiding it. Um, it's just, like, grounded up chili pepper. Uh, so what's that about? Does <laughs> that increase flavor? What? It tastes better with a little extra spice. Can I try? Sure. That's the barbecue. How much for a room? Two beds. Uh, it's, uh, pretty, pretty cheap here. Won't run you more than uh, silver a night. Onyx, you want to split a room? Yeah, I'll split one with you. Uh, do we have a table, or is everybody just kind of like sitting at the bar right now? Uh, there's a table you guys can sit. Um, so looking, you guys can see what appears to be the source of the. Uh, The, the shouting and, and the, the fellow who was swindled out of his coin earlier uh, at one of the tables they appear to be take, playing a betting game alright I'm gonna get my ale in my bowl and I'm gonna step up into the chair with my feet on the seat part and I'm gonna crouch down on the chair do a Slavic squat yeah, so basically, like, sits on his heels in the seat of the chair instead of sitting down. I give him a side-eye, but say nothing. I'm gonna collapse into a chair and look at him and be like, You're lucky that chair holds your weight. You're not much lighter than I am. I can only see one other character token. Uh... Several of, of the NPC I tokens, but I think I see everyone. We're over at the table, not the bar. Yeah. Maybe I, that's why. I I can see uh, your uh, mouse points, but I can only see uh, the bug. Do your, uh, does your characters and, and, have uh, vision? Ezreal. 
Like, do your tokens have vision set up? That is. <laughs> so, so there's like um like the, the little settings on your token, and you go to vision. So it'll it'll have like a distance. So like dim vision, bright vision. Maybe that's why. His settings are identical to yours. And I don't know why. Looking at the vision stuff, it says default. Should be fine. Yeah, I only see other two other playable characters. Ah, interesting. Is that better? Yes. So the issue with the vision stuff is that I only one of you has only a handful of you have dark vision, so But should that matter in the tavern? Yeah, well, I don't... I've put lights all over the place. I don't really know why they're not. Well, I was thinking Vision, maybe they don't have it set up for bright light, but I don't know why they could only see some of us. So, right, exactly. Why would... Uh, uh, Everybody Briar show up for me, the, but... Uh... Is everybody's tokens around this table or at the bar? Yes. Yeah, everyone's around the table except for Javiv, who's at the bar, which is where my mouse is right now. Yeah, I see him at the bar and you at the table, and that's it. Hmm. Discord.
Discord crashed. I don't know if it crashed for anybody else. No. No, not for me. Sad boy, you talking? Yep, can you hear me? Can now. I just saw your frame light up, and but I didn't hear anything. Uh, I'm trying to figure out this stupid account setup because uh, I was using Haley's for Discord. You guys can see now. I think I refreshed it. So I can see everything. It's, it's loading. Yeah, I've got everything too. Do you have dark vision, Crystal? Yeah, I do. Should I don't not have be that. dim light though, so that's doesn't make any it, sense. To yeah, me. the the sources should be. The, I think the only two who don't have dark vision are Briar and Demitari. Yeah, I don't have dark vision, and I can see everything just fine. So well, I was thinking did... it was like a bright, like they didn't have it set up for bright. Well, you did say if they didn't have good enough internet, the tavern would mess up. Oh, that is true. It the could be the internet. The people having issues are the people with the bad internet. Because, mm. like, Reagan and I, everything's loaded and everything looks just fine. Same. Yeah, I have really good internet, so... It could just be an internet issue. Maybe. I have decent internet. What do you mean by decent? I mean, you are in Hawaii. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, how many pings is good? So, I have like 400 mags. Yeah, if you have less than 100, you probably would have an issue. I think I have that. I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, we've got the 1200 from Xfinity. That is way more than you will ever need. Oh, I know, but the they gave it to me for the same price as the lower package. Oh. So they're having some kind of deal where I was going in to get the 400 and they were like, well, if you get the 1200, it'll be the same price as the 400 and it'll be locked in for three years. Good. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Full send on more internet than I could ever use. Better to have it, not need it, and then need it, not have it. Well, I think for video chats, usually you want about 100 megs. 400's good if you have multiple people in the household or you're doing, like, kind of right. some heavy stuff. can you guys stuff. see everything now? Yep. Yes, I still see everything. Javid. Can only see Briar. Alright, there's something wrong with here. your thing because there's, there's no vision. You guys should see the entire map. I don't yeah, I've got I've got the entire map. I mean, it's fine. It's just a tavern. We can All right. What are you guys doing? They've brought you drinks. They have... Uh, I'm 
going to wander over to the bar to see if I can figure out what the heated conversation between the elf and dwarf is going on. Like, go up, uh, wait for a refill, quote-unquote, on my drink. Okay. EDM, can you say something? Hello? Hello, can, can you hear, hear me? I don't think. He's talking. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. His says it's loading, and uh, Dimitari says it's loading. Why don't you try, um, like, backing out of, backing out so. of Discord and backing back in? I, I've had that issue sometimes. Yeah, I'm getting some screen issues too, so it might be Discord. Could you hear Liam when he was talking earlier? I could. Hey. Yeah, I can hear everyone just fine. I just can't Hello, see can everyone. Yes. Yeah, I can hear again. My bad. Okay, guess it was just that issue. Okay. Yeah. Reagan, I would try Discord back, just logging out, logging back in real quick. It'll probably fix your issue. I need a drink to be able to deal with you guys. This is not us. It's not even that real. But we can I'm start. Got it. Yeah, like I, I don't need to see people's faces. It's fine. Okay, so Ox is going over to investigate. Alright. You approach the elf and the dwarf, and they appear to be discussing the numerical values of kills. One of them has apparently killed a giant spider in a combat recently, and is trying to convince the other that it should count more than one goblin. Uh, which one's- which one killed the spider? Uh, the elf. It is much larger and more difficult to kill, therefore it should count as multiple. No, that still only counts as one. One beating heart stopped is one kill, am I right? And I kind of elbow the dwarf. Exactly, this guy gets it. I would not expect you to understand the intricacies of things based on the education system in Toravir Deep. And the dwarf's like, what's that supposed to mean? They just kind of grumble at each other and uh, look over at you, Onyx. Uh, yeah, you killed anything uh, big? Still counts as one? Well... It didn't have a beating heart as far as I knew because it kind of exploded, but it was built of snow. It was a snowman of sorts. It hurt a lot. You, you fought a snowman, like a child's constructed snowman. I mean, are you sure you didn't uh, ruin some fun for some kids or something? 
Well, I mean, it was in that downed airship just a few miles outside of town, and it came at us pretty hard and beat us up pretty good. Me and my compatriot, and I point over at Snow, who's still, like, bleeding a little bit. They but both... When... Both of them give you, like, really quizzical looks, and, the like, the barkeep, who's just, like, a couple feet away, he's, like, he's, like half listening, he suddenly starts, like, fully listening, he's like, what do you mean you, what do you mean crashed airship? There's been an airship in these parts in years. Well, there's one in the woods that's no longer in the air, a few miles outside of town. I don't know, we saw it go down, tried to check to see if anybody was still alive, there wasn't. Except for the snowman. Huh. They open the door, kind of look at each other, and you see they've got, like, packs underneath their chairs, like adventuring packs, uh, a few weapons kind of strapped down there. The two of them just kind of, like, pick their packs up and, uh, thank you, friend. And one of them places, uh, like, kinda reaches out and kind of hands you a gold piece, and they both head out of the bar. Before they leave, I'll be like, uh, I don't know if you want to go. It kind of burnt to a crisp, and we took everything there was of note there. And there also might be larger things that might come back for it. Wait, what do you mean larger thing? Scaly, white, big, flies. What, like a dragon? Yeah, like a dragon. They both kind of look at each other and... Eh, head out the door. I slide the gold piece across the bar to the barkeep and say, Well, put this on the tab. Very well, sir. Some more ales coming out. I go back to the table with all the drinks that he gives. Alright, you hear a, a few more shouts from the table where they're playing, and one of the guys like reaching across and like sliding gold coins towards himself. It's a game of chance, and none of you are good at it. As I get back to the table, I'm going to look at Snow. You... You want to take a chance? We got free gold. Might as well burn it. Yeah, we can take a chance, but I lean close and I whisper. We should uh, keep the talk about the airship down and mayhap travel back ourselves in a few days once the fires quit burning. Am I not supposed to talk about what I see? Not when anything could lead to... Reclamation of some valuable materials. Alright, you probably should have told me that before we came to town. Well, I didn't know you were going to go spouting off across the whole bar, but let's go play a game of chance. We get up and go to the table. Alright, at the table you see they're playing a, a dice game uh, that you both would actually probably be... Um, go ahead and give me... Couldn't give me history checks. Um, Onox, you're probably familiar with it, uh, having spent a little bit more time in cities, I think, uh, than Snow. Uh, you would recognize what they're playing as Evandra's Fear. It's just a dice game of chance. Um, what you guys can see is they are betting uh, one gold pieces, so re pretty relatively low buy-in uh, compared to some more high-stakes games. 
I perch in the chair across from the guy that seems to be leading it, and say, "You got room for another, another one, another player." All right. So looking around the table, you see uh, it's about five or so uh, human and and half elf uh, fellows. They're all like kind of grimy and dirty. They're wearing like leather armor. Uh, they look like kind of like uh, mercenary type fellas. Uh, kind of looks at you, he's like, have you got coin? Have we got plenty of room if you've got coin? I'll put down five gold. That's a good buy-in. Alright. Uh, go ahead and roll your dice, and he kind of skitters a couple of uh, dice across. Uh, it's 2d6. Uh, you would be familiar with the uh, so the rules are, uh, place your bet, roll a 2d6. If you roll a 7 or a 12, you win. Uh, if you lose, you can choose to double your bet and then roll an additional d6. Ah, unlucky fellow. Right off the bat. And he kind of reaches across and like he's like about to slide your gold coins towards himself. I didn't see you roll. Why do you get the pot? Uh. I mean, you're kind of like betting against yourself, basically. He kind of slides it into the the pot, basically. The main pot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Snow, would you like to participate? Alright, I guess I'll give it a go as I slump into a chair and I put two gold pieces on the table. Alright. Go ahead and roll 2d6. Do I roll multiple on... Does it give me the option if I just press the d6 on... D&D Beyond has been a while since I've done multiple Click rolls. it twice, it'll add two. Got it. A little too high, friend. And he kind of pushes your gold towards the center. You're welcome to keep playing if you like. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? So, Ezreal is going to kind of slide the wine glass with the very, very hot ground chili peppers to Demetari for her to try. Um, and she's like, she's kind of not even like waiting for a reaction. She just, she's pulling out her poetry book to get ready to start reading. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, did I, did you already take a sip of yours? And did I see that you had like no reaction? Uh, I've not taken a sip yet. No, I ordered it and you asked to try it. So I was going to give it to you. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm, I think I would take a pretty good swallow, I guess. Let's see how, how that goes. Very hot. Very, very, very hot. It, like, burns your mouth just, like, a few moments after you, you drink. Uh, okay, I'm going to probably take another drink 
and be like, you know what? I'll take I'll take a little bit. Not not quite as much as you put in there, but that's that's not bad. The spice is always good. Um, I think uh, Javid would be uh, used to spicy food as as well, and and uh, ask for a pinch of uh, chili powder in in his ale. Offers his glass up. Uh, Azrael, if you were, would be such such a good pal. Yeah, you, you would know. Well, I ordered it from the bar, um, but you would know. Azrael always puts hot, has always has red hot chili pepper, grinded peppers on her, and always puts it in all of her food. You would know that just from like knowing her. But yeah. So I have a question about the whole beer spill. Um, was the Goliath that? made her was was that like hostile was it an accident was... he just like bumped into her he like stood up too fast and kind of like knocked her over he's just a big guy and he's not she's not quite as large and no, nobody else got concerned about that to probably just uh uh calling out about clumsy and stuff like yeah, that they, you know somebody like shouted at him like you idiot watch where you're going but that was the end of it you know nobody was really too concerned about And you know there was there was no far hard feelings. She wasn't mad at them or anything, and he sat back down. He got a little too excited, basically. Okay, I just want to make sure. And um, we're looking to meet Casimir uh, Ivan. Is that here, or it is here? Where? All right. So, uh, do I know Casimir by sight? You have a description. All right, so I'm looking around for somebody meeting the description. All right, he looks like he, he is a human. He's uh, apparently short, uh, and he wears glasses and uh, carries a lot of books. Uh, you don't... St uh, give me a perception check. You do not see anyone by his description. Uh, in fact, it looks mostly to be uh, by local villagers for the most part. There's a few guys who look like adventurers. There's some guys who look like mercenaries who are at the table playing the uh, uh, the game. But other than that, nothing. I'm gonna say, well, thanks for the opportunity. I'm going to stagger to my feet and work my way back to the table. Who Who's still at the table? Uh, with the your party? Yeah, party. Uh, so, Azrael, Damatari, Javid, you didn't get up, right? You're still sitting at the table? No, I'm, I'm, I'm still at the table. I'm uh, nursing my ale and, and uh, trying to uh, get the lay of the, the room to see who's... Um, Friendly, neutral, hostile, and and um, where the Casimir uh, uh, might be. Uh, you don't see him. Um, so at the middle table where they're they're playing the dice game, uh, where Snow and Onyx uh, were just betting with them. Um, they look like they might be kind of like rough guys. You you would be able to tell, kind of looking at them, that they are definitely guys who probably make a living doing like bodyguarding or. 
mercenary work, essentially. Uh, but they don't look like they're aggressive and they're not paying you guys any attention at all. Anybody else in the room paying attention to us? And more than just the casual, oh, there's, a bunch, there's a bunch over in the corner. Yeah, not really. What'd you say, Emily? Outside, get the food together, because I figure they're not going to let me use the, the cooking supplies in here. Well, you know us. That's true, but eh. Let's go outside. Get it done. Uh, so I wanted you to... Clear... I'm So I'll flag down the, uh, the barkeep. Hey, uh, do you, do you mind if I... And then I hold up the meat. Say, um... Can I cook this in here? Uh, give me a persuasion check. Okay. I will let you do it with advantage. You look uh, you look very friendly. And you look like you might need some help, considering I think you got hit, right? No, I didn't. Oh. But, uh, my buddies did. My buddy did. Um, yeah, it's just in the back, dearie. Uh, around the corner there. Thank you. And I'm gonna... Let her back there. Alright. I'm gonna follow her, not to help cook, but to see if there's some kind of wash basin to get um, the stomach entrail stuff off my hands. Uh, there is a wash basin in the back. Uh, it's a pretty much full cooking setup. Uh, there's a middle-aged human back there who's like chopping some meat and he kind of looks up at you and blinks. And then he just kind of goes back to like chopping the meat and like sliding it into a thing and shoveling it into a pan and like frying it up. Paying you no I'll look mind. at her if she follows me and be like, I'll look at her if she follows me and say, yeah, you're going to have to like take care of that before you come in here. Yeah, I, I don't particularly like uh, staying dirty. No. Um, but as I am washing my hands in the basin, I am talking to the guy chopping meat and just asking, you know, hey, what a... What kind of meat is that? Beef. Nice. Uh, do you guys have like a farm around here, or do you have yeah. people bring that? Sweet. <laughs> Not just keep on washing my hands. He's just he's just like chopping. He takes out some onions. And he starts chopping them up. He like. So you I'm see a... his like nose Oops. runs, and he just like wipes it on the back of his hand, and then he keeps chopping. Is the blade, does it seem pretty sharp? Yeah, it's sharp. It's, it's sharp enough that he's like going right through it. The cleaver. Uh, I don't know what kind of sharpening tools you use, but could I borrow that? I've got a dagger here that's getting kind of dull. Sure. And he kind of points off to one side and you see like a little whetstone set up by the sink. I'm going to attempt to sharpen my dagger. See, he, uh, he, like, pulls up his apron and he sneezes into it, and then he wipes his hands off on the apron and goes back to chopping. So, I'm gonna make it back to the table and collapse into a seat. So, Javid and Azrael, are you still at the table? Yeah, Azrael is reading her poetry book, so she's really not paying attention. She has a book of elven poetry, and she's just sipping her, her wine and just reading her book. I'm gonna kind of lean to Javid and, well, you know, Onyx kind of 
let loose to the bar, but depending on uh, what we want to do, we might, you know, we might behoove us to go check out the remains of the the airship. You know, broomstone is the thing that powers those, and it doesn't burn. That's, uh, that's certainly worth uh, considering. Depends on whether uh, we meet our contact anytime soon. We're already behind schedule, and uh, I don't know how a particular Casimir uh, is going to be about our uh, timing. I mean, it is what it is. If we have the time, we should double back, I would say. I think it would be financially beneficial, but, I mean, it would be probably another, you know, two days for us to get back here a day to... The uh, barmaid comes over, says, uh, would you all like anything to eat? Um, I know your friend is uh, over there cooking cooking something up. Sounds good to me. What, uh, what can I get you? We've got uh, a number of... Uh, Meats, and uh, we've got some cheeses, um, bread, crackers, anything of the sort. Uh, we have a nice soup. Kitchen oh. anywhere close to the table. Say again? Is the kitchen anywhere close to the table? Uh, it's... What is that? It's like pretty far. It's like completely the other side of the tavern. Okay, I'm sorry I wouldn't hear this. Okay, let's... Uh, wine. Sure, dearie, more wine. With peppers. Absolutely. Very interesting choice you've made. And then she kind of, uh, looks at the rest of you. Uh, refills? Yes, another round. At that point, I'm gonna, like, walk up behind her and perch in the chair next to her. Sit down at the table. Oh, my looks at you and makes a face and then she turns and heads over to the bar and starts talking at the bar. As I'm sharpening the dagger, I am prestidigitating all of the cooking stuff that uh, Briar's using after noticing all the snot. Um, it, it's, it, it's all getting cleaned. Okay. You're just like waving your hand and... Alright, um, so Briar, go ahead and give me a check with your cooking tools, I guess. I'm not super familiar with how that... Gaver? I take requests. I'm using them. Uh, as I'm si as I sit back down at the table, I look at Javid. Uh, when when are we supposed to 
like what are we doing here i know you said we were supposed to meet up with someone but when is that supposed to be we were supposed to be here a, a day ago uh you're supposed to to meet us here i would expect it may be uh in the morning we look around to see if there's another spot in this little burg for um and i don't know maybe ask around but uh for tonight just keep an eye out for uh, a short human wearing glasses and and uh, uh point him out if you spot him why don't you ask i'm gonna look around the bar do i see him give me a perception check You do not. Uh, the loudest and most uh, moisturous of individuals are the uh, mercenaries you saw at the middle table. Other than that, uh, there's a few villagers, not really anybody else of note in the Have we talk tavern. Uh, there is an upstairs portion, uh, but you can kind of see all the tables in that section. And there's like maybe three guys up there, and it's not anyone that meets the description of... Uh, Casimir. Uh, Javid, have we talked to the barkeep to see if he's seen him? No, that's a good idea. We should try that. I stand up and walk up to the barkeep to ask him if he's seen someone matching the description come through here recently. The barkeep kind of uh, is just filling up one of your ales and slides it across to you. Nah, mate, sorry, I haven't seen anybody like that. Doesn't sound familiar. Those uh, bookish types from the cities uh, don't stick around long here. So you haven't seen any bookish types roll through the tavern as of late? Nah, not for a week or two. Good to know. I'm gonna go sit back down at the table and tell him uh, Barkeep hasn't seen any bookish types roll through here in a couple of weeks. As you sit down at the table, the door opens. A small human man, he's maybe around five foot three, five foot four, opens the door. He's uh, kind of like messy brown hair that's like wet and like falling down around his face. Uh, little glasses that are like dripping with water. Kind of steps inside, blinks a little bit at the light, takes the glasses off and kind of wipes them off on his cloak, but the cloak is still wet. He's like, oh, drat. And kind of shuffles over to the bar. Immediately stand up, point at him, and go, I found him! He doesn't notice that at all. St sits at the bar and uh, begins, like, rough... Uh, going through one of his pouches, he, like, sets a little book out on the table. Sets down a few, like, loose coins. Um, kind of, like, pushes them towards the other side of the bar. The bar keeps just kind of, like, watching him. And he... Um, he, can, he starts talking to the barkeep. You guys are just watching him from your table. Did he come in with anyone? Came in all alone. I'll uh, get up, move over to the bar, sit down next to him. Just a casual, uh, you know, guy going to the bar, kind of move. And uh, then sort of voce de Casimir. He, uh, as, as you sit down, the bar keeps your room keys, sir. And he kind of, uh, 
puts a key on the table, slides it towards him, top of the stairs, all the way in the back on the right. Or, sorry, the left. And the, uh, Kazimir is like, oh, thank you, sir. Pockets the, uh, the key, turns, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I didn't see you sit down next to He's got this, like, large, like, overfilled backpack slung over one shoulder. You can see, like, scrolls poking out of it that are, like, wet and kind of drooping a little bit. Uh, excuse me, and he kind of starts to move up the stairs. Towards the stairs. I'm gonna, um, let him go. Get it, let him, um, uh, get to his room. And then, um, uh, make a nod. Um, and uh, was it um, Snow or, or um, Onux who was uh, talking to Javid? Uh, I believe both of them were, but it was Onux that was keeping an eye out, I think. Or Snow was. All right. So uh, I'll head back to the, the table and, and um, say, uh, I think our contact has come. Uh, I don't want to make a big production out of it, depending on uh, how excitable he is. Um, next, why don't you join me and we'll uh, introduce ourselves uh, up in his room. Everyone else, uh, just keep your ears open. I'm with you. I step down out of the chair. All right. Uh, Briar, can I get you to give me your uh, role with the cooking tools, cooking skills? Yeah. I'm actually going for a uh, shepherd's pie this evening. I'm going to get up with Javid and Onyx and be like, all right, I'm going to go to the room and I'm going to sleep because I'm exhausted. Wake me if there's anything that you need help with. Right. Yep. Let you know if any anything needs attending to, but uh, turn in. It might be an exciting day tomorrow. My thoughts exactly. All right, so three of you head upstairs, uh, trailing after uh, Kazim. Right, um, surreptitiously, not uh, making a, a production that we are following him, just like, well, we're going up to the room. Uh, so I will say I will allow you guys to consider this as part of a short rest. You guys have probably been here about an hour at least, um, so if you guys want to count this as a short rest, go ahead. Uh, and Briar, specifically for you, for your uh, chef special food, you can um, say that you cooked food for all of the individuals using the uh, tools of the tavern and the uh, sheep, the mutton you had. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to roll the, the cook's utensils. So, it's under tools, but... So you have to add them onto your skills. So if you go under your skills, you can add a custom tool 
uh, and then you can just add it in there but it's it should be in the thing if you want to do it right now i think it's just your proficiency because you're proficient with it plus whatever the skill is with the cooking tools i i don't remember offhand it is uh Normally for tools, it's whatever check the DM wants, plus for efficiency bonus. Uh, I would say... Under it, it says um, increase your constitution or wisdom by one. And then you have proficiency with cook's tools, if you don't already have it. So most tool checks, unlike like thieves tools are very obviously dex, but most tool proficiencies, depending on what you're doing, is normally a modifier that the DM asks for plus your proficiency bonus. Yeah, I'm gonna give those as an int. And we'll say you're proficient. Actually, we'll call Friends it. We'll call it dexterity. We'll call it dexterity. Yeah, I feel like dexterity would make more sense for cooking. So whatever your dex mod is, plus um, your pro your proficiency, which I think is two right now. Um, so I will say I wasn't familiar with how the chef special food worked. Um, and this says as part of the short rest, you can just cook. There's no roll required. Um, and it basically just says uh, up to six creatures uh, for each one per short rest. Uh, you can choose that they gain an additional 1d8 hit die. Hit points. And make special snacks. I can make four, and it'll give them temporary four points. Alright, so do you want to just roll a d8? Sure. I can't just say, hey, I cooked. Um, you do have to roll just so everyone gains okay. the oh, whatever yeah, the points. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Sorry, they just got back from fishing. Uh... Did they catch anything? They did not, I don't think. Y'all catch anything? Oh, that's something. There were sharks, and one of them took his bait. Anyway, so. Papa just gave off his back. Nice. Should just be a D8. Yeah, I rolled it, did it not shift? I do not see it. Well dang. Yeah, let me do it again. Uh, hold on, hold on. Roll to everyone. One D eight. I didn't yeah, I don't see it in the game wall. Oh there it is. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, my bad. Alright, so first it would be a eight, 4. Like oh, so I, I see what you did. I think you clicked the D8, but it didn't roll, and then you clicked it again, and then it rolled. Yeah. Uh, well, I it says send to everyone. Okay. Alright, so everyone who just gained hit points, uh, whoever that was, um, you guys would gain an additional 4 hit points. This was for the... Eating of the food, though. 
Briar comes back out and, and uh, along with Dimitari and gives you guys um, food. This is right around the time where um, Casimir comes in and then heads up to his room. So Alright, so I'm more temporary. These are straight hit points. These are just regular old hit points. We. Alright. Uh, Javid, Onox, and Snow. You guys head upstairs. Yeah, Snow's going to the room that we're splitting, and me and Javid are going to Casimir's room. So you guys watch uh, Casimir kind of like around the balcony. You guys from downstairs can see this as well, looking up that he, you know, up to the top of the stairs, along the balcony, along the balcony to the side, and then kind of disappears behind the corner. Uh, heads into the back with uh, the three of you kind of following him, because all the rooms are in that direction. Alright, so I'll... Uh... Which which door he goes into, uh, go up and and uh, tap lightly. All right. Kind of uh, just a few moments after he closes the door, you kind of give it a couple raps, and then it opens back up, and Casimir kind of blinks at you through his glasses. Uh, sorry, can I help you? Yes, you may be. Uh, one whom I seek. We are looking for Casimir Ovan. Was told that you had a task for us. Oh yes, that's I'm, me. I'm Javid. Oh, nice to meet you, Javid. And he kind of opens the door the rest of the way and throws his hand out for a big, big warm handshake. I'll take his hand and uh, shake it heartily in the manner with which it was delivered. Oh, excellent. Uh, nice to meet you. And you are, sir. And he kind of reaches over towards Onyx. Uh, shake his hand as well, squeezing just a little bit uncomfortably hard and say, I'm Onyx. Ah, excellent to meet you as well. And he kind of ah, shakes his hand and squeezes it. Now, I've just dropped my things off, but uh, let's go back downstairs. I was told there would be six of you. I only see the two. No, the rest are here. Uh... Uh, some down in the kitchen, or uh, rather at the table, uh, having dinner, and um, but we are we are all assembled. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Un unless you need to meet all of us at once. Um, it might be best, I think, we... uh, to cover some of the uh, basically what we're going to be going over here for a little bit, uh, where we're headed, and, and that sort of thing. And uh, I'm just uh, very excited about all this stuff to. Get to know you guys. Uh, you're all trained professionals and, and whatnot, so oh, I expect a lot out of you. you. You will not be disappointed. And as we uh, turn and head back downstairs, I'll, I'll rap on the door and 
uh, let Snow to know that we're meeting. It's been like 30 seconds. You have not rested at all. Uh, and yeah, he, he like kind of like he's, you know, he's got a little bit of pep in his step and, and heads back downstairs with a three. I limp my ass back down to the tavern. How do I get my uh, character on the board? Your character was on the board. Well, I don't see it now. It's sitting right next to. Oh, he was on. The, he was on the other map. Where's the map for upstairs? Right, which didn't load anything because I wasn't on the. So you cannot switch scenes until something. It's telling you you can't switch scenes because I'm trying to pull you to the scene that we're all on. All right, it's loading. All right, I got forcibly pulled. Where is okay. Briar? There she is. Came out of the kitchen and sat at the table. Alright. The three of you down there, Briar, Ezreal, and Dimitari, you guys see coming down the stairs uh, a grumpy looking snow, a, uh, your friends Javid and Onox, and uh, Kazimir kind of comes down the stairs and uh, he's very excited. He's like, I'm just terribly excited to tell all of you about what I've got. Uh, what I got in store for all of us? Uh, seats, seats, please. And, and then he kind of turns around and, and heads over to the bar and um, slides a couple silver pieces across. And uh, may I have an ale, please? Fill it up and, and hand it to him. He takes a big old pint and kind of sits down at the chair with you all. All right. So, um, what have they told you all exactly about uh, what we're here to do? Um, why don't you start from the beginning so that we're all on the same page? All right. Um, well, uh, my name is uh, Casimir Ovan, uh, and I am uh, with the Everhold Institute. I've uh, been doing a bit of research here and there. I spent a few years in uh, Tidesgate uh, visiting the libraries there. Uh, and, well, I'm just terribly excited to say that... Uh, how familiar are you all with the Calamity? Um, anyone? And he kind of points at all of you. Anyone know anything at all, I suppose. Quick question. Do I recognize him? With my work with the Institute? No. No, you don't know. I, I, I don't even look up from my book. Like, I'm, I'm still just reading, and I'm just kind of, like, I just nod that, that I don't know, but I'm, I'm still really not looking at him. All right. Kind of looks at you for a second. Just, um, well, uh, before the pre-Calamity, uh, from what we have uh, learned, uh, there were once great uh, flying cities and, and majocracies and, and all kinds of... Uh, uh, wonderful artifacts that they had uh, in their time. Uh, and we uh, at the Everhold Institute have made it our mission to recover some of these things. We've done a lot of work um, within the Cause of Rain Hills, but I very specifically was doing research into uh, attempting to identify where we might locate uh, larger, uh, more valuable uh, things, specifically. Um, if we could find where these cities were, um, they, you know, they were destroyed in the calamity and, and whatnot. Uh, but if it was possible to find their remains, there, there could still be a great number of treasures to be recovered. Things that would set us forward decades in terms of, of uh, the world rebuilding itself post calamity. Um, <coughs> takes a big swig of his, his beard. Oh, that's strong. Excuse me. 
Um, well, and I did a great bit of research, and I seem to have di discovered uh, what might be a trove. I was able to plot um, dig site locations across the Kazarain Hills, uh, and what I identified was there was a pattern. And I suspect that under the Kazarain Hills, in, in uh, portions of the uh, Underdark, there might be paths and ways to get at larger troves of things. That is essentially what you all will be accompanying me to do. So as I understand, the floating cities crashed. How do you think they got, or the artifacts from the crashed cities got into the Underdark? Uh, well, uh, it, it's a bit of a, a, a muddy situation, and uh, pardon the, the pun, but a lot of the earth was kind of churned during the calamity. And uh, things that were flying ended up deep underground. So our intent is to recover them. Um, as you all may know, there are a large number of broomstone uh, digging operations and mining operations across uh, Marquette and Southern Marquette uh, in specific. And um, our attempt is... Is that what you're after? Um, less specifically, although broomstone dig locations are what my main focus on research was. Uh, locations of broomstone, especially larger uh, pieces, uh, points us closer towards where we might find the cities. The cities themselves were list lifted by massive, you know, you know, thousand kilogram pieces of uh, broomstone. And uh, well, you know, the, the broomstone digs we find here or there might find them in small pieces here and there, but that, that's not really what we're after. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait! Is this a broomstone? I'm gonna whip it out of my pocket. My little rock I picked it. It is. Well, oh, that is just delightful that you've uh, you're familiar with what I'm talking about. Good, good to know. I found some experts. Uh, so, what is your intention with these artifacts? Um, mostly just scouting. What? Uh, I actually don't have it written. What are your passive perception? Uh, sixteen. Hold on. Uh, Twelve. Fifteen. Old girl. All right, uh, Briar, what is yours? 13. All right, and uh, Azriel? 16. Demitari, what's yours? 12. Uh, Javid. Fifteen. Uh, Snow. Twelve. And Anna. Ten. Anna is paying attention. All right. Azriel, as uh, even though you were only looking in your book and and. Uh, not paying very close attention. You do notice one of the mercenaries has come over from the table, kind of on the bar behind your table, and is ordering a beer. But he is listening in on your conversation. Um, I'm going to pull one of my um, throwing knives and just, like, without just no hesitation, be like, mind your own business. 
he kind of just like throws his hands up. The barkeep like slides the beer across, and he doesn't even reach for it. He just like backs up towards the table where the other guys are talking. Casimir continues. Uh, anyway, um, really, our my intention just is to uh, take these. Um, I've brought with me a number of maps uh, detailing specific locations uh, where my intent is to uh, do a little bit of digging, uh, just kind of some light scouting and surveying, um, and then after that uh, we can continue on. I don't expect it to take more than a month. Uh, my understanding is the the pay that you were uh, was something on the order of uh, a gold piece a day? I'm sorry, I'm not terribly familiar with whatever uh, deal the Everhold Institute had with the fortune hunter. So at this point I lean in and I also work for the Institute. Oh, well, Or excellent. have in the past, at least. Um, I'm going to whisper the next part. If you were after Broomstone, we just encountered a crashed airship, which I know uses as propulsion and the ability to fly. Uh, it's about a day from here, I believe. I look at Onyx pointedly at this point. Mayhap, two adventurers are onto it already. But there is a source of it not a day from here. Um, so... Uh, what you would know is that, um... It wasn't a, a day, it was like only a few hours back on the road, like not that far at all. Um, so it's not that far at all, it's only a few hours back up the road. Um, well, really, Broomstone, especially just, uh, you say, a, a fallen skyship, uh, kind of odd to see something like that here. But no, not, uh, that's not really what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm trying to locate these lost cities. That's what I'm after, you know, with these maps. And uh, as soon as he says that, all of you can see standing up at the middle table, the mercenaries standing up, and <clears throat> the big one who is running the game kind of bellows, Maps, huh? I need all of you guys to roll for initiative. But it was the real Slim Shady. Oh, now you're back. Sorry, no, what was there that? he is. Right, so you said we somebody stood up, up, and that was it. it. All right, at the table with the betting and the other mercenaries, the leader stands up and kind of loudly across the tavern maps, huh? And uh, all of you to I'd roll for initiative. Mind. Damn, Onyx. I mean, it was a 20 and then it wasn't. So which one was it at this table? The leader. That one. That one, got it. All right.
begin combat. Snow, it is your... All of them have stood up, oh. and you can see that the, the big, like, thug, the, the leader, is like, pulled out a big fucking maze. Uh, the bandits next to him are, like, drawing, like, little scimitars, ready. He's like, we're gonna get those maps from you guys. Hand them over. I'm all about this. I immediately stand up, draw my short bow, and loose it at him. Okay. Go ahead and roll attack and damage. Are you attacking the leader? Yeah. Whoever stood up and said maps, huh? Alright, it like flies across the table and like into his shoulder at the head of the table. He's like, kill those fools. Oh, get them? Bring me the maps. Yeah. yeah. It hits him. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Uh, knocking another arrow and getting ready. Ooh, actually, let me. I gotta add. I gotta get add add uh, Kazimir to the. Is Kajimir the one that's sitting right next to me on the map? Yes. Okay. He rolled not well. Uh, Alright. Javid, it is your... hoodlums and then uh draw an arrow and uh aim it at, at the uh, the mouthy one all right so if you attempted to attack the mouthy one you're like aiming across the table across your allies past his buddies basically so you would um he is going to have half cover just so you know oh wait didn't you move I don't see your token. Your token is like on the other side of the table. Can you move your token, Jim? Well, I can try, but it keeps saying that I'm running into a wall. What? I mean, all right, hold on. There is a wall at the table. The table does will not allow you to step on the table. All right, see, there you move. You're still attacking, like, through his allies at that angle. Uh, where is, uh, Casimir? Right behind you. Alright, so I am, I am, uh... Yes. Alright. 
All right. Who are you shooting at? Uh, again, the the um, the leader of. Okay. Your arrow flies right over the heads of the other two and like dunk into the top of his chest. He's like, stop them from doing that. Kill those idiots. All right, Dimitari. Uh, uh, Javid, is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dimitari, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to cast Firebolt on the leader. All right, so he does have half cover from where you were standing. Just so you... Doesn't matter, though. You still hit him. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, Demitari, did you roll damage? So your firebolt hits. Uh, you just need to roll damage. Alright. Alright. It just... Another quick strike against him, and he, like, bats out the flames, and he's like, What is going on? <clears throat> Alright. Bandit's turn. Unless that's... Uh, unless you would like to move. No, I'm good. Okay. I also want to call a favored foe on on that guy. Alright, they kind of like move around the bar toward uh, two of them flanking on either side of Onox, and they are both going to attack you. What's your armor class? Twelve. Alright, they both hit you for two slashing damage, so four total slashing damage. Got it. The other two are gonna go right there. Playing on the side of Jabid. And they're going to attack Javi. Uh, Javi, what's your armor? 15. Alright. Uh, they both hit. 
you take a total of 10 slashing damage. As they're just like twirling their little scimitars at you. The other one is going to move in toward Javid. And the last one is going to hit Javid for four slashing damage. Javid drops to the floor. going to move over and flank with Anna. Uh, he's going to make one attack against Onox, and he's going to make one attack against Snow. Uh, the first one against Onox is going to Catch you with his mace for eight bludgeoning damage. And I'm unconscious. Alright. The second strike is going to hit Snow for eight bludgeoning damage. Uh, that is the end of his turn. It is Azrael's turn. Okay, can I... Um, yeah, okay, so I, I kind of jump over the table so that way I can flank with Demetari. Um, and then I'm going to take out my Psy um, and just stab him with it. Uh, where are you? I don't actually see your character token anymore. I moved it over. I'm right behind Snow. So I'm flanking with Demetari. Oh, shit, that should be with advantage. So it'd be 20 to hit and then 9 damage, and then I'm going to do an um, unarmed strike as my bonus action. Who are you attacking? Um, the thing between me and Demetari. I don't even know where your token is, I don't see it. Your token is under Demetari on my screen. I thought Demetari was next to the leader. Am I wrong? No, that's Onyx. Demetari's right there. Demetari moved over here. See the Demetari had moved, okay. Um, sorry, because I was trying to flank. I flank there? Yes, that works. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm hitting the thing in between us. Alright, uh, so the first attack connects and just like catches him right underneath his ribs and he's like, Ugh! and he just dies immediately. Oh, shit. Um, can I move and then do... Yeah, so I'm gonna... Um, I will move... 
Uh, I can move up here, right? Yeah. Yep. So then I'll move up here, and then as my bonus action, I just hit him with my fist, the leader. Okay. Uh, you would not be flanking from there because Onox is unconscious. Wait, I thought I was flexing with Demetari. Oh, yes. Uh, no. Not Wait. Currently. Where's Demetari then? Right okay, there. so it... I was where you are. Azrael, I, someone else moved my token. I My token is now on top of um, Onyx's unconscious body. So, this is where I was, and like, that's where I was. So, you were right to have been flanking me where you are right now. Alright. Um, Why does her character keep moving? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm moving it to be just the right of the leader, and it keeps shifting to where Onox is. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe okay. I won't I use the uh, live maps anymore. It seems to have a lot of internet issues, I think. Okay. Well, I'm going to move up to the leader, and I just I hit him um, okay. with the 24 for an unarmed strike, doing six damage. He's looking fairly injured. He's like bleeding and bloody. He's got arrows sticking out of him that he hasn't removed. He's like, the maps, get the maps. And then I'm just going to say, idiot. And then that's the end of my turn. Uh, Briar, it's true. <laughs> what did I say? I just wanted to eat a meal with my friends. That rage. Mm, hang on. Sorry, I'm trying to remember where the little rage button is. I don't think you have to push the button to rage, right? I think you well, just like uh Lindell was showing me this cool thing where it's like if you go somewhere you can haha. -ha. Hang on. It is. Oops. Okay. So then I'm going to I think I can see the bad guys. So there's like three bad guys right in front of me, yeah. Is there somebody standing right next to me, to my right? That's uh, me unconscious on the yeah, ground. Yeah, there's, there's a passed out Onox right there. Okay, um, and then the boss is right next to him? Correct. So if you step over his body, you can attack Okay, I'll do that. Can I share the same space with him since I'm, I'm not tiny? Yeah, that's fine. I'm small. Okay. And then... And I'm gonna whack him real good with my battle axe. Boop. Go ahead and roll it. 
And the demon. Uh, well, I don't think it's set. I don't know. Let's see. Is it not showing up? Okay. It's not. Yeah, hang on. That would not hit, unfortunately. He's just a little bit too quick on his speed. <laughs> you leap over Onox and cut through the air, and he just like parries it to one side with the mace. And he points again at Casimir. Uh, He's like, "You idiots! Figure out where those maps are." All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Briar? you guys again um what'd you guys last hear me say that the the lead guy was too slippery yeah a little too slippery he points at uh, casimir and kind of get the map from him figure out where the maps are all right amber is that the end of your turn Alright, Amber, is that the end of your turn? Yep. Alright. <laughs> Finally, at this point, uh, the other, like, bar members uh, begin to, like, move kind of off to the sides away from your part. They're like... They're, uh... Freaking out, basically running away. Casimir, kind of uh, seeing the uh, unconscious members of your party, he's, oh, I, I need to protect the maps, and he like disengages from the and starts bolting up the stairs for the uh, leader's like, don't let him get away. Onox, I need you to, yeah, give me a death saving throw. That is a pass. Um, all right. Yeah, Liam, you're frozen again, if you can hear us. We now can't hear you. You're yep. Like, I can see your lips moving, but... 
Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Alright, uh, Snow of the Mountains. Chris? Sorry, Mike was down. I'm gonna drop my bow, draw my sword, and attack the leader. just like dropping your bow plant the blade into his chest and he oh could have made so much money and he just like collapses slumping over in front of as he collapses i say we will all right uh is that the end of your turn or would you like to move uh So we're still all pretty much exactly as we are currently, right? Yep, yep. just kind of clumped up over there in the corner. Um, there's four bandits left. Got it. Yeah, I'm going to hold my current position. Um, yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah, because stabilizing Onyx would be a... Uh, it is a full action. Actual action. Yeah, yeah. right, never mind. Um, Javid, I need you to make a death saving throw. How do I do that in D&D Beyond? I see the, the uh, death saves and it lets, lets me manage but um there should be a button to roll no just roll a standard d20 yeah it's under health there should be but it doesn't matter i believe once your character goes to zero hit points and D&D beyond it starts telling you can roll Yeah, yeah, you just have to you have to click the dice in between the successes and failures. Yeah, there's a little D and D Beyond symbol, and you can roll a. Alright, well, is that a fail though? Because I see a two. That oh is no! A failure. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay, I see the one you're talking about. All right. Demitari, it is your turn. Demitari's gonna hold her action because uh, she's assuming that these guys are gonna start following um, uh, Casimir. Yep, up the yep. stairs. So um, what I'd like to do is basically once, because I'm assuming they'll try to go in a group. Um, once one or two of them start going up the stairs, I'm gonna cast Burning Hands, making sure that I'm not going to hit. Casimir um, party, party members. I will just tell you, you might want to move. If you cast Burning Hands from where you are in the corner, you will hit Azrael and 
Briar Amberwing, because that's that's like a cone, right? That's a it's a 15 foot cone. Yeah, yeah but it comes from self, so it should go to a certain angle that I would want it to go. I mean, just where you are right now, it's we can. What she's saying is, if they take off and move into this, move into that space right there, that's when she'll loose the spell. I mean, you can see I've just drawn a little cone from you. That's the squares that you can hit. I think she was saying she was gonna wait until they moved into like the cone area. I mean, so like if they're following Casimir, they're not gonna move into the cone from where she is currently. I thought that's a fifteen foot cone. No, he's he's got it drawn at the backspace. Oh, I see your character is all the way in the corner. No, her character's in front of that. Is your character right there? Yeah. Okay. Well I can't see. So am I good or should I move? Uh that's probably yeah, that's probably a good spot. Okay, so that's what I'm doing and then yeah, that's it for me. Alright. The bandits, it's the bandits go, and then Asriel, and then Briar. Ah, uh, okay, got it. So if you go into the forge, there's the chat bubble, and the next one over is a fist, and it shows you the initiative order. Welcome back. Yeah, obviously, apparently. Alright, so... Alright, we're not doing this. these live maps anymore. This is just a nightmare. My thing crashes like every minute. Is there any way for somebody else to kind of like host it, but you run it? I'm, it's, I'm not hosting it. It's hosted on a server. But my internet yeah. is so bad that it's like uploading it, whatever, to my computer and it's crashing my, my internet. It's probably also that I'm also streaming and recording and doing all those other Did you have this issue before? No, because we were on Roll20 and Roll20 is really low band. Also, isn't we like, also probably have roommates that are playing games too? Yeah, so we also probably... weren't streaming before. 
Well, we should have our desktop built in the next couple of weeks, so if you need us to do the streaming side of the house, we could do that. That would be good, because it's kind of a hassle to run. Alright. Might be able to alleviate some of it. The bandits start turning, bolting away from you guys into the cone that you had selected, Demetari. So if you want to go ahead and roll your burning hand. That is a, that's a save, correct? I believe a dex save. Yeah, 15. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. Oh, okay, I did, but I guess it didn't transfer. Let me do this again. Just, you just need to roll it once. The 11s. My bad. Sometimes it makes a noise and sometimes it doesn't, so I'm never sure if it actually loaded. Alright. You just let out this gout of flame. Three of the bandits that are like right in your path where you had like lined it up. It just burns them, and they're like, ah, like screaming, and they just collapse. The last remaining band elects to not participate any further. Smart man. And he starts running towards the door. Uh, attack of opportunity you sure would get an attack of opportunity. I would like to do that. Right. And uh, Briar would get one as well, right? Well, Briar is taking one. Azrael's about to get one. And that hit. would I? Uh, you will get one here in... Uh, if Depending on how hard Briar hits him, and then Azrael is gonna. Did the get damage one. go through to you? I didn't see the damage. Okay. Is he beelining for the door? Yeah, running straight for the door. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be crazy. Well, actually, I think he's. Yeah. It looks like right now he's standing on Demitari. I don't think he can do that. He would not be able to do it. He's going to run the other way. Dimitari still shows in the corner. I don't know where that's He's running the opposite way. Um, I see it. Yeah, I definitely see running? it. It says five in the game log. I don't know why it's He's not sending. Out. Actually, yeah. No, your first one was eight. Or, I mean, six. And then I don't know why it's not sending here. Alright, you hit him for six damage. Hey. He's still standing. If barely. Uh, and he's gonna just take off in that. Over there. Right. Actually, he's dashed. 
Don't get paid enough for the run. That's real. Alright, um given that the other ones didn't break off chase, I'm gonna go after the ones that did. They're all dead. Gonna... He's literally Wait. the last one. Oh he's literally she the last one. She incinerated three of them. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um yeah, I think I'll just let him run off. Um, I'm gonna just go and um, actually, we're still in combat, right? For uh, technically, order? so Onyx and Javid are still making death saving throws. That's right. Okay, so I'm gonna go up to Javid and use my healer's kit to stabilize him. All right. Produce your healer's kit and stabilize him. Uh, Javid, you're no longer making death saving throws. Yay! Um, and then that's an action in and of itself, so I think that's all I can do at this point, so. Alright. Uh, Briar, it is your turn. Yeah, I don't think I can really reach him at this point. So... Um... Yeah, I'll just... I'll just do nothing. Alright. Um, so Onyx is right next to you and he is making death saving throws. You could do a uh, medicine to try to stabilize. Yeah, I can't really see anybody, but sure, I'll do that. Medicine. I found that I could see people after I left the scene and, and reloaded. No harm in trying. <laughs> yeah, refreshing the page apparently just fixed it for me. I see where Demetari is supposed to be now. That's annoying. Alright. Uh, I believe that an 18 stabilizes Ana. So now that you know where I am, did I ever um, have an opportunity to attack? Uh, no, you would have been too far away from him. He was right there outside of... Uh, also would have been outside of Azrael's reach. Oh, hey, there's everybody. Nice. Alright. Uh, so if you guys are no not pursuing the last bandit... I'm going to pursue him. You're yeah, I would like to pursue um, and try to All grapple right. him with my immense strength. Alright. Uh, Casimir is going to run up the stairs. Snow, it is your turn. Alright. I am going to snatch up my bow and chase after him. And Actually, you can with... get all the way to him, just so you know. He's literally 60 feet away from you. Yeah, I'm going to chase him down. I'm going to try to grapple him. Alright, so you'd have to use your, uh, whatever it is, the tabaxi... Feline agility. Feline agility. I think it is. Yeah. Alright. Uh, feline agility. Yeah, it's not letting me do it. 
Oh, so you're trying to grapple him? You're not gonna just attack him. He looks pretty hurt. Yeah, I'm gonna take him down. Get my claws ready. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. Uh, strength? There would be like. Uh, that is an athletics check. You grab him and just tackle him to the floor. He like his head goes in. He's like, ah, oh, let me go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm gonna extend one of my claws and put it to his throat and don't move. Uh, I won't. I promise. All right. Uh, we will go ahead. Um, so we're out of initiative. Uh, this is where we will pause. We'll take a little break. Back in like five. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, the last of the bandits dealt with uh, Snow tackling the final one, putting his claw to his throat, holding him down. Uh, Casimir kind of like bolts upstairs and like runs along towards his room. What are the rest of you guys doing? So, Onyx and Javid are unconscious, but stable. I'm gonna lay on the ground to sleep. Not dead right. yet. Uh, I'm gonna follow Kashmir. Alright, you uh, head upstairs behind Kazimir, and he like heads over to his room. And slams the door, pretty much. You like round the corner, and the door's shut. Adele says you're streaming on the personal channel. God damn it. No, I'm not. Am I? That's what he says. I'm gonna try and salvage my dinner. I still wanted to go to the last thug and check in this make sure that uh snow has him secure all right you run over to the uh the thug and <laughs> grab him make sure he's holding him down the thug is like uh just kind of like pinned in one spot he's not moved don't kill Why did your leader want these maps so badly? Just money. From where? Anyone who'd buy it. Please don't hurt me. Why does one need these sorts of maps? Please let me go. I didn't do anything wrong, really. I was just doing what he said. How noble for a sheep. Not wrong to him, maybe. Alright, uh, Ezreal. Uh, 
You are standing outside of Casimir's room, and he has shut the door in your face. Um, before, could I have, like, tried to stop him from shutting the door? Um, sure, give me, uh, an athletics check. This would be probably pretty easy. Gonna be a hard no. So I asked if I could try to use acrobatics to try to slip inside before he sure. closed the door. Yeah, go for it. Are you okay? Are you injured? You want us to accompany you to the Underdark? You're fine. Uh, we'll meet in the morning. I need to make sure, or I need to check on my companions. Would you like someone in here? for the night. Um, maybe. I don't know. Check back in a little while and, and we'll figure it out. Alright. She nods and then leaves. Right. Kind of shuts the door behind you. You hear, it, like, the lock clicks. And then she'll walk back downstairs to make sure no one's dead. Alright. Uh, Snow and Demitari. You two are over the captured bandit. What are you guys doing with him? You're like in the kitchen, basically, where you've tackled him. The uh, the chef in there is just kind of like leaning over the counter, looking at you guys, and like half-heartedly like chopping. He's, he hasn't really stopped, but he's not really doing a good job. I'm gonna I keep. They're uh... good. I'm gonna. With my hand on his throat, starts like patting down his pockets. Please, I don't have anything of value. And uh, kind of turning out his pockets, you find he's got about like 10, 15 gold in there. Nothing of value, huh? Mm. Please. I'll take this for my trouble. I need that. For what? I don't have what anything. What are you going to leave us with? I don't know. Whatever the boss Death? said. 
I'll slip one gold piece back in his pocket, and that should see it to your next can I, place. Can I go? That has yet to be seen. Oh. Alright, uh, Azrael, you kind of come down the stairs, and you can see uh, Briar is standing where um, Javid and Onox are kind of unconscious by the table. There's just, like, dead, like, charred bandit corpses around the room like all of the the other tavern people are just kind of watching you guys they haven't like run off or anything but they're just like cautiously walking the bar keeps behind the counter comes over to one side and towards briar he's like hey are you guys gonna clean that up eventually right did i hear this uh yeah you can hear that What was that, bro? Hand the gold and say, that should cover it. More wine. You should make the still alive bandit clean up all the dead bodies of his friends. The uh, barkeep kind of pockets the money he had him. He's like, sounds good to me. And he turns back and he starts filling up some more ale. The other people are kind of like starting to get back to normal. Like, this isn't this isn't anything crazy to them. You know, you there was a bar fight and some people got hurt and they're like, shame. The uh, two bards in the corner that were playing earlier kind of pick back up. Keep going when when they, when he freezes up like this. I sure hope so because know. his face is comical every time. <laughs> oh, really? he's just like... It's it's driving me crazy, dude. The internet at our house is apparently so bad. Like, I'm not even doing anything that crazy, and it just freezes like every three minutes. Apparently, the stream is very inconsistent. Every time you freeze, the stream freezes. Yeah, that's what I would expect. The recording keeps going, though, so if he watches it tomorrow, he'll see all of you frozen and me just, like, every time. <laughs> so we get a nice private aside every time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, once we hey, once we get our desktop set up, we can uh, see if we can't facilitate the streaming. Ease up on your internet a little bit. Yeah, it's really messing with it. Well, we, I mean, we had bad internet to begin with, and I guess I'm taxing it too much. Alright, um, so what are you guys doing? You've turned over some gold to the barkeep, uh, and you are apparently setting the remaining bandit about cleaning his friends up. Facts. Also, we're gonna check all the pockets of his dead friends and see what we find. Uh, go ahead and give me some investigation checks, uh, whoever's doing these looting I'm finishing my damn dinner that I took so long to make. Alright. Also, you said 10 to 15. How much, how much gold did I actually find on the alive one? I said, I think I said 15. Okay. 
Alright. Uh, running through their uh, their pockets and kind of throwing everything out. Uh, you find about 30 gold pieces between all of them. Mostly on the lead. Uh, and... Uh, a few kind of scimitars. The leader has had some like nicer stuff. Uh, armor. And then about three days worth of rations between them. So is that including the gold I found, or is that not including? That's, that's extra. Okay. I asked the barkeep if they have seen, like, if these guys were regulars there. Nah, these are uh, new folks traveling in from out of town. I'm not sure who they were. Doesn't matter now, I guess. I turn to the remaining guy and say, Looks like nobody's gonna be missing you around these parts. Oh, please don't hurt me. I promise not to do anything else to you. You'll never see me again if you let me go. Yeah, you didn't give us much uh, information either, so doesn't seem like you're worth much. What do you want to know? I'll alive. tell you anything. I'm assuming your uh, boss here in the tavern today was not um, not the primary one you report to. What's the name of, of that guy? Um, we, he is the primary one we work for. His name's Lath. Or was Lath, I guess. Um, we were traveling looking for work. We came from Phycaeron. We were fleeing from the uh, uh, soldiers from Australia. Not a lot of work now with them taking over. Would I know anything about what he's talking about? Uh, yeah, you would. So, Phycaeron is one of the big, like, human cities to the east. Uh, and it's recently been occupied by the military forces from Austrinian. It's Austrinium. Um, they're setting it up as a occupied they have like a vichy government now that they're installing um that kind of stuff uh, a lot of refugees are like running away from them heading south and west uh newt abbey Carathis are getting a lot of people tidesgate getting a lot of people sounds like you've lost your home then yeah pretty much don't have anywhere else to go what did you do for work when you were there just hired muscle. We, uh, I guarded caravans a couple times with the rest of these. Oh. I, I turn to all the party members, because I assume we're all together, um, and say, listen, I'm cool with let letting this guy go. Uh, I don't see him trying to continue this line of work with his boss dead, but, you know, if anyone else has any ideas. Um, I've sat down next to Briar with a glass of the wine and I'm just, so just kind of shrugged at this point. I'm just like, eh. I'm going to look like at the guy easy. and say, well, it's probably fine. I'm going to look at him and say, well, he knows we have maps, so it's fairly dangerous to leave him alive. My vote is we kill him. Oh, uh, don't please. Outside, I'll, of course. I'll, I'll be a, a deckhand. I'll never pick up a sword ever again. Or a, a longshoreman or something. Anything. 
Hey, barkeep, you uh, need an extra hand? Seems like he's pretty indebted to you, considering uh, all this damage that uh, I believe his friends caused. You make a fair point. I guess I could use somebody who's doing some work around here for free. Room and board, that's it. Oh, yes, uh, anything. Just, you know, don't let them hurt me, please. And the barkeep's kind of like, sounds fair to me. And everyone here in this tavern saw what you did, so uh, I assume if a mistake like this happens again, you might not get such a lucky second chance. I promise I'll never do anything like this ever Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take get, like, in on his him. face and stare in his eyes and, like, better not. Alright. I won't. Yeah, so if he's got weapons, I'm gonna confiscate those. Uh, he had a scimitar, but he dropped it when you tackled. Alright, uh, I guess I'll go run and pick that up then. I'm gonna. How much did you say we found? 30? 30 gold uh, pieces? At this point, it would have been out 45. What? Bad at math. Yep. Alright. Uh, so, are you letting go of the, the bandit? I'm going to tense my paw for a second, but then I'm going to let him go. Alright. He kind of like scurries away from you on all fours and like runs behind the bar. The barkeep just kind of like holds out a broom towards him and he just like sheepishly takes it and then like heads back out and is like dragging his compatriots' bodies into the back. Just like kind of like crying a little bit. <laughs> Barkeep, you got change for some of the gold? Oh, I could definitely break that. Uh, I'll keep the liquor flowing. Don't worry. There's um, there's a party uh, ledger. Um, if you go next to the suitcase, the little journal thing, there's a party ledger so we can keep track of gold and stuff. Wait, what? So, Where? okay. So if you go to... there's a, so there's like the bubbles, the fists, the people, the suitcase, and then there's something that looks like a journal. If you click that, there's a party treasure ledger. And in there, we can keep track of gold. I can't see anything on the... that. Yeah, there's no. nothing in here for us. I was just going to say that after the, after the bartender broke it, we each get seven and a half. So seven gold, five silver. That works for me for now. Um, were you referencing the suitcase or the journal? The journal. Yeah, I'm not yeah, getting anything, anything either. It's not shared to everybody. It's just your personal journal entry. Oh, is there a way that you can change the permissions? Because I don't think I can change them. All players should have access to it. Yeah, I can see it now. I did go ahead and get awesome. the seven uh, and a half gold, though, so. Uh, yeah.
Alright. So, uh, the uh, bandit is like cleaning up the floor. Uh, the rest of them, uh, members of the, the tavern, have gotten back to their drinks and their merriment and singing and a little bit of dancing. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? So, uh, Onyx and Javid, these guys are kind of passed out. In about an hour, you guys will get some hit points back. Um, uh, at which point I'll probably say that we've completed another short rest. Um, what else are you guys Anyone doing? Anyone want to help me drag these guys up to their rooms? They'll wake. Is that where you're, dra you're dragging them up to the rooms to like rest in beds? Better passed out in bed than in the middle of the tavern. Yeah, I'm just going to sit at the table, finish dinner, drink wine, read my poetry book. You know, just enjoy the lovely evening. After I finish the wine, I might go check on Kazmir again. Alright. I'm finally eating the dinner that Briar made, and boy is it good. You. And her sour mood is just gone. Alright, uh, Snow, after you drag Onyx and Javid up to their beds, uh, do you go back down? Yes. Alright. A few minutes later, Hold Snow... on, hold on one second. Oh, sorry. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Uh, how... So, do we want to split up the... Because, like, I handed everybody gold. Do we want to track it that way for now? Or do we want to post so that the, in the ledger? So the way I was thinking is we could... So the way... At least the way I did it on the last... When we were doing it for us is 50 gold. So that would be, like, if you divide that wholly, it'd be 16. And then 16 times 3 gets you to 48. So then there's 2 gold that goes to the party. So it's split. And then anything that doesn't split evenly goes to the party fund for things like rooms and carts or whatever yeah exactly so i mean we, we that's how i was just doing it just because that's how we did it last time um so i don't know to me it makes sense but it's whatever you guys well what do. if what if we we split like whole gold pieces amongst the group and then whatever's left over goes into the party fund so we would have three gold pieces based on this encounter going into the party's fund okay i and mean i I think that might be easier that way we can you know we each have our own funds so that we can buy things that we need to but we still have that like group fund yeah i think rooms I... are kind of a little bit separate unless we all like split rooms um i mean it's, it's whatever i don't think we tracked gold too much for rooms and beer i mean it's like a couple of silver gold stuff like that so yeah so so based on that last one, uh, party ledger gets five, three gold from that, and then we each got seven. Okay, so I updated the party ledger. Perfect. So if you already added it, you remove five gold or five silver.
and then also, sorry, uh, with that ledger that just popped up, it would popped up so that I could see it, but it is not under my journal. So can you edit it? Like, do you have the little pen to edit it? Uh, so I saw it for a minute, and then I exited out of it, and now I can't see it anymore. I'm also having the same problem. Oh, there it is. Never mind. Uh, yes, I see the pen to be able to edit. Uh, oh, maybe? I think it like freaks out if everyone tries to edit it because I like go, go to edit it and then it kicks me out. But I think I think we got it. I mean, I can see it under my journal now. Yeah, same. Okay. Um. Well. We, we, I, I think it's good. Yeah, I just refreshed. I can see everything. Okay. All right. Is there anything you all would like to do as the evening draws on? Become conscious. Alright, uh, you and Javid regain one hit point an hour later. Um, it, it has been about a, a short rest, um, but I don't know if you guys have hit dice. If you guys have hit dice you would like to spend, go ahead and spend it. Uh, anyone who has any left. And if you ate anything, I think you get... And if you ate anything, you do get another D8 from the cooking. What if I ate again? Uh, I believe you would get another D8. Yep. It might be if you you have to spend. Let me make sure. You have to have a hit dice. You have to spend a hit die, right, to get it. Yeah, you have to spend at least one hit die to also get the food point. Well, I think I'm going to go to bed and try to get some sleep before tomorrow comes. What do you guys all add in terms of hit? Two. One. I'm golden. Yeah, I got One. back up to ten, and I didn't take any damage the last fight. Javid, you're not going to spend your last hit die? Uh, yeah, yeah. So is there anyone down in the tavern still? Uh, it's about midnight. 
And yeah, there are a few people down there. It's, you know, a lot fewer. You've seen come kind of go out the door and, and um, vacate the premises, but there are maybe about 10, 15 people left. Sorry, uh, I'm at party members. Like, who went upstairs and who's downstairs? Uh, in their room would be Javid and Onox at an hour later, around the midnight time. Uh, Snow came back down, so it would be probably you, Briar, Snow, and Ezreal. I pull out the scimitar and ask, hey, does anyone have use for this? I'm not... I don't know this weapon very well. I will stick with my own weapons, but it may be worth some good coin. I'll ask others um, in our party before selling, but yeah, not, not a bad point. You know, unless there's anything else you guys want to discuss, I believe I am going to turn in as well. Fine. Um, I'll check on Kazmir and then turn in. As others might have heard, uh, overheard that there's something of, of value, I suggest we uh, stand watch uh, outside Casimir's door. Okay. Don't trust them not to have uh, had others in on that that attack. Yeah, and they did kind of holler, get them apps over and over and over. So. Honestly, if we, um, if they know which room he's in, maybe we should trade for extra precaution. That's good. Put him in a, one of our rooms and several of us occupy his room in case we can, uh... Right. And I still yes. like your idea of us keeping watch. Alright, I will show you guys the second floor. Um, so you can see the room arrangement should be loading for all of you now. Alright, so, uh, down in the bottom left, there are one, two, three, four, five rooms. You guys have rented uh, the top left room. The uh, bottom right room, and then the bottom most room, and then Casimir's room is the bottom left room in that like kind of trio of door uh, over here. Got to move over there. So, uh, Onyx and Javid are in the top left room. Yeah, I'm just sleeping. I'm just gonna be passed out till the morning. Alright, so for the other, the rest of you, the other five, um, what order would you guys like to stand watch in? I'm not super, oh, okay, yeah, um, I'm not super injured, so I'll take second watch. I'm going to pound on Casimir's door. I can get by with a four-hour 
map. So uh, if uh, someone who's fully healthy can take first watch, I'll take second. I'll take the rest of the night. So it's about seven or so hours until sunrise. Um. Right, so if I can get four hours for a light trance, I'll uh, uh, be tip-top shape and ready to cover the rest of the night. So, who has first what? I do. Uh, I'm going to post up. I'm going to sleep. Near the rooms. <laughs> Alright. I'll probably put you right there. Uh, Dimitari, we'll put you over there. All right, so we have Briar, Demetari, and then Javid uh, until the end of the night. Is what I have. That's all. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, uh, Briar, Demetari, and Javid. I need all of you to roll perception checks for me, and then uh, I'm gonna have each of you roll a D twenty, just a straight D twenty. You said everyone roll a d20? Uh, just those three. See that die I rolled. Uh, I see the perception. Yeah, I see Yell's perception. How are you guys doing the D20? Do you just do the custom roll? Yep, just a custom D20, just a straight regular old D20 roll. That's what I did. Um, and it says send to um, everyone. And I did. And it just isn't going. I don't know why. I'm doing uh, uh rolls I see it. Like you rolled a nineteen, from... I see it. Okay, cool, cool. From the uh, at the bottom of the uh, chat log, where you can put in a slash r space number of dice. Let's like on on uh, uh, roll twenty. A slash r rolls. Well, she's she's rolling on D and D Beyond, so it's it's more just the D and D Beyonds, not linking to the the thing for her, which is weird. Okay, but we it. can see it in the game blog, so it's fine. Can you see my d20 roll? Yep. You rolled uh, a 12 and then a 5. Yeah, that's right. It's just not popping up on Forge for me. The night draws on. The rest of you kind of 
finding your beds and uh, falling into deep slumber after the hours of travel and, and fighting and battle and, and injuries that you've sustained. Can, can I say Azriel does not go into a deep slumber? Anyone who's on watch would hear her screaming out um, and just horrifying screams and rolling around and it sounds horrific. She has night terrors. Uh, it's pretty bad. Would, it should be, you know, adventure disqualifying, but apparently it's not. Nope. Uh, I'm going to tap on her door one time just to make sure she's cool. Um, she'll, she'll, she'll get up and, and open the door and just be like, yes. You, you, you alone in there? Yes. Everything okay? Yes. Uh. Okay. Well, good night. Night. Uh, you guys also check on, uh, I believe Briar said you want. Um, you also check on Chasm. And he kind of opens the door. He's like half asleep by the time you get to him. He's like, um, yes, I'm, I'm still here. I've checked on my stuff. Uh, Nothing was taken. Thank you for checking in on me. Uh, appreciate it. No problem. Get some sleep. Alright, I will. Good night. Thank you for watching after me. Just the kind of thing I would expect. I'll have to put in a, a positive report with your uh, uh, organization. Good night. And shuts the door. Okay. Briar, your watch comes and goes. And uh, Dimitari, it is your watch. Uh, Azrael, are you still still screaming? By the yep. time she gets up, periodically, uh, it just you know it, it it's not like com like a whole steady stream. It's just you know every once in a while she'll just like scream out and yeah, it, it's pretty much throughout the entire night. Uh, as a Callister, I feel like this wouldn't be too terribly alarming, but uh, if her door is unlocked, I am going to just like crack open to make sure she's. Good. It is uh, not unlocked. Right, the door is locked. It's probably fine. <laughs> when it comes to uh, Javid's watch, uh, he's heard this before, I think. Probably. Yeah. But it yeah. is still Dimitari's watch. Uh, where are you standing specifically? Describe it in detail. I don't like where this is going. Um, well, I expect to, so, um, he is in the first door coming up from the stairs, is that right, or? Uh, he is kind of in the back, actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I would expect that I am standing more, let me move my token. Alright, so you're kind of like, you can see the whole central area, the stairs, and like a little bit of the downstairs, kind of. Like, if you do just like a little bit, a couple steps forward, you can kind of see into the downstairs area. There's like one guy who's like sleeping on a bench, the bards are gone, everyone's cleared out. Um, you can see the the bandit, um, he like comes out a little bit, he like sweeps a little, some stuff into a um, thing, looks up at you, and he makes eye contact for like a second, and then he looks down and wanders off. Hmm. Um... I want to make sure that down that little 
there's no windows or anything where that I can't see. That could like be downstairs. Near um, uh, no upstairs. Uh, so there's a window at the back of the hall that you're standing. Um, there are windows in his room, facing out. Okay. All um, right. Well, but there's no there's no other windows that you can't currently see. Okay. Then yeah, that I'm happy right there. I'm mostly focusing on the stairs. Um, I feel like I would hear someone come through the window. So. All right. You notice the lights seem to dim downstairs. The dimness grows, passes up the steps of the stairs to the top. There's just a shadow along the wall, passes over one of the candles, and it kind of dims and like just turns into an orange glow for a second. The shadow passes over it, and then it flutters back to life. The shadow passes again across the far wall, dimming another candle, passes over the fireplace, dims it, it just turns to embers and coals before flaring back up again. The shadow passes across the floor towards you. It grows closer and closer. It's large. It's about eight or nine feet long. I immediately alert people nearby, um, our party members, and definitely am getting... Gosh, I always forget his name. Uh, Casimir out of bed. Or, like, All at right. least... So... Go ahead and roll... For initiative. Everyone? Uh, we'll do everyone. Um, she's gonna spend her action doing... Getting her on out. And, um, how long has, has passed? It's been about three and a half hours-ish. I thought you said two uh, watches had passed for four hours each. Uh, the watches are not four hours each. Um, I think we said that it was going to be two hours for Briar, two hours for Demetari, and then Chavid was going to take the last three or so to the morning. Yeah, I thought it was like two hours for each watch. Yeah, so, so we're at the end of Demetari's watch. So I'll say for at least Javid and Onox, it's been about four hours since you rested. So not enough time for a long rest. Not a long rest. Well, for Javid, it might be right because he's the has the trance. Does he only need to take? Does he only need to rest for four, four hours? Four, yeah. Four hours, yeah. The, the trance. So the way it works for elves is they get a full long rest after their trance, which is four hours. Well, I guess conveniently enough for Javid, it has been a long rest. If that is how that works, I actually need. I know that because I looked it up for Zeliana. Yeah. Okay. I will just check. Must be fucking nice. Yeah, elves are... There's... I mean, yeah, elves are interesting. Okay, yeah. So you only needed to meditate for four hours and you gain a long run. Very convenient. Must be nice. Oh yeah, it is. Alright, um... I need... who's missing? Javid is missing on the initiative tracker. Um, just, just so you can see where it is, um, Dimitar, where I'm pinging the map is about where the shadow is. Thank you. 
Forge kicked me out, so I'm having to rejoin the game. Halfway be a healer in a couple levels, but not at this point. All I can do is stabilize. Thought we had a necromancer. Isn't it essentially the same thing? No. Uh, I can heal me. <laughs> I think there's a spell I can get later that offers some healing. I don't remember what it is, but um, so I think it's a little higher level. But I well, honestly have no idea. Next level. So I don't, I don't know if wizards have healing spells. Maybe you might have like one or two, but um, next level, um, I'm gonna dip one only dip, not going any more than that, into cleric for there's some role playing reasons why, but um, it'll give me access to cure wounds. Um, but it's not gonna be very good because it's just gonna. I'm only gonna have like two spell slots for pretty much ever. So. All right. Uh, I think though, doesn't the ranger have access to cure wounds? They have good berries, I believe, that they can That's do. Druid. That's right. druid. So. Oh dang. Um, we are in combat. Um, this would so, uh, Onyx, Azrael, Snow, and Briar. You guys would have the um, surprise condition for this round. Uh, Javid, you would not, because you do have the alert feed. So you can hear uh, Dimitari immediately start to make sounds. Um, just like, even the, the slightest thing like alerts you from your trance. Um, and you're awake. So it is your turn. Uh, you can go for it. Alright, I will rush out into the hall here. I think we'll rush to the end of the hall and see what the heck's going on. You can see a large shadow creeping across the floor towards your position. Be gone, shadow. I, I banish thee. Is that, is and, that uh, I, I will... Uh, Hold an action to strike at it if it okay. approaches us. Uh, what are you attacking it with? Uh, short sword. Okay. Dimitari, it is your turn. So uh, I'll say you're spending your free action to kind of shout and wake everyone up. Uh, what would you like to do for your action? Um, I can see a definite shadow, right? It's not... Like, is it a shadow against the wall? Is it a shadow in the middle of the floor? It's like... a shadow in the middle of the floor. At first, it was probably tough to tell what it was. It was like something passing in front of the light. But just the way that it crept across the wall and extinguished the lights as it passed over them, it is very obviously a something coming towards you. 
I'm going to attempt to cast Chill Touch on it. That hits. Uh, that's necrotic damage, right? Yeah. It seems to have no effect on the creature as it draws closer. That's it for my turn. Okay. The shadow coalesces into one kind of like large, about eight foot tall thing with two large arms and like this vaguely humanoid shape. And it just kind of glides towards the two. Gets in range. As soon as it steps into melee, I will strike it. All right. The two of you, as soon as it gets close, within about five feet of you, you feel like the air is cold, and it's like almost sucking the heat right out of you. What's it sucking? Uh, the heat right out. Nothing untoward, I promise. Does the uh, 23 hit? 23 definitely hit. It isn't super hard to hit. It right. seems that the... Damage is commensurate with my expectation. You like cleave through it and it like whoosh, knocks away some of the, the like dirt, but it doesn't seem to hurt it quite as much as you would have hoped. All right, well, that was my reaction. reaches its like arm and hand towards you Dimitari and it like punches into your chest and you just feel cold and weak um, you take sick necrotic damage as it like draws back and like pulls the life out of you. Uh, additionally Ow. your strength is reduced by three All right, Azrael, you've heard screaming and sh from the hall. All right, um, I'm going to jump up out of bed um, and then run out the door. Um, it is locked, but it's, I'm guessing it's like a little lock knob thing. Yeah, I'll just say it's so, a free action for you to open it from the inside. Pretty simple. Oh, okay. Um, and then as I run out the door, so that's 20 feet of movement, do I now see the shadow... Yeah. And Javid and all of that. You can see it like looming over him. It's like readying another strike to punch into him. 
Okay, um... So, oh, I'm gonna see if I have enough movement. I have 15 left. Um, I... I can't get over. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna take one of my throwing knives, because, you know, she's... She sleeps pretty much in her battle gear. Like, she... So it's already on her. So she'll take one of her throwing knives and just try to throw it and see what it does to the shadow. Okay. Go ahead and roll. That, you whip it towards the creature, and you see this, like, space opens up in its chest. Your knife passes harmlessly through it and clatters on the floor behind it. The, like, head kind of looks up at you. There's no eyes, but you can just tell that it is looking right at you. Okay, I'm gonna run over to... Yep, I have enough just to get to Casimir's door, so I'm just gonna run and stand in front of Casimir's door. Okay. And then that's the end of my turn. Uh, Javid, it is your turn. You can feel the, like, heat being drawn out. It is, like, almost, like, hurting you. Your skin is starting to, like, blister. We must destroy this thing quickly. Be gone, you foul shadow. And we'll strike at it again. ineffectually yeah you kind of like as it's like bearing down on you you like kind of cut at it like half-heartedly almost like the air around you is getting cold all right uh is that the end of your turn would you like to move away mm. from um I don't think we gotta try to block here. Uh, I can do a bonus action with my second weapon, yes? Uh, if you're holding it in your other hand and it's a light weapon, yes. You don't get to add your right. proficiency bonus though to the I think it's, right, right. Or, yeah. I think it's, you don't add your, your um, not your proficient, the other one, the bonus, whatever it is. Correct. You don't get the bonus or... damage, whatever it is, dex or strength. Yeah, so it'd just be like plus two to the attack. I don't think it affects the attack, I think it's just the damage. No, it says you don't add your ability modifier to the damage. Oh, okay. Of the build. Oh, yeah, okay, so it's just the damage. So you make the attack as regular, you just are going to not add your strength modifier to the damage if you attack with that. No, I don't know how to tell it not we'll just, to do that. We'll just, we'll just subtract it. We'll just know what it is. Alright, so that does hit. Uh, so it'd be 4 plus, I believe, 2 for you. Um... Strength is plus two, yeah. Or no, so it would just be the four. So your dexterity, you're attacking with dexterity, right? Yeah. All right, so it would just be the four that it, um, which it does. 
but it doesn't seem to do very much. Alright, um... Is that the end of your turn? It is. Alright. The, like, cold begins to, like, cut you deeply. And you take seven necrotic damage as it's, like, decaying your your body in front of the creature. Atari, it is your turn. Okay, so I am going to cast um, Magic Missile. When I, I'm casting this one, do I need to click for each missile, I'm assuming? It's not going to do it automatically. Uh, yeah, I think it only rolled one missile. How many missiles do you get? Three? Uh, three, yeah. Okay. So that is 11 damage. Yep, and then I am going to Misty Step the fuck out of there. Alright. The colds and, like, decaying aura of the creature, as soon as you away, you can feel it fade. It is no longer affecting. I do not see where your character jumped to. Oh, there you go. Alright. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I was having to do some math. So uh, you do yeah. still have your movement. If you want to move to a more advantageous position now that you wouldn't provoke an opportunity attack... That, like, uh, it looks like a picnic table that's in between me and the shadow. Is that going to yep. be a problem if I get... No, it's, like, kind of low to the ground. It's not cover for anybody. Oh, okay. All right. You're shooting right over it. Never fear. Okay, I'm just winging it. That's where I want to be, and that's the end of my turn. All right. Briar, it is your turn. You've awoken to the sounds of combat. Uh, where's my room? I'm kind of still in the hallway. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so the initial. Oh, okay. So the initial fumble, wake up, Actually, that kind of stuff. Okay. For... And uh, Liam, I was gonna ask you, did it look like I dealt? Oh yeah, you all. heard it. A lot more than the other attacks that you guys have done so far. Those like punched right into it. Took out like big chunks of, of like this like black mist. Okay, awesome. Thanks. So after the initial like fumble, everybody screaming, oh god. Uh, I'm gonna run out into the hallway. Oh, hang on. It's a door. You should be able to just right click on it, and it'll open up. Uh, just to your left. There's a little uh, door symbol. Yep, you can open it. 
have my ex at the ready. I'm gonna ask her, hey, what, what's, what is going on? Shadow, <laughs> around corner. Ah. Okay, so then I'm gonna continue out to around the corner. Right there-ish. And... I'm going to... Throw my little axe at it, I think. Alright. can throw a hand axe, yeah? Yeah. I'll say you can. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Boop. That hits. Roll damage. Okay. Alright. You just, like, expertly just pass it right over uh, Javid's shoulder, and it hits the creature and, like, encounters, like, a little bit of resistance, and then... Falls to the ground. Dang. Okay. Does it look like it hurt at all, or is he just kind of like bothered? Uh, it's a little bit hurt. Not affected by it very much. Okay. And that'll be it. Onyx, it is your turn. So, I'm going to get up out of bed and run outside to see what's going on. See Javid getting harried. And the only thing I have with enough range is I'm going to try to hit it with a ray of frost. Alright. Um, so, you do have technically half cover from Javid, like you're trying to shoot over his shoulder, but you hit it. Doesn't matter. Go ahead and roll the damage. Nice. It One just, like, point of cold damage. Like, hits the creature, and it just, like, barely, barely slows it down as it is about to strike at... Actually, it is going to, realizing that there is now a path to its target, kind of s slides to one side and starts gliding down the hallway. As it passes me, I will slash at it again. Go ahead and roll for it. Uh, it is also... Uh, you would not get an opportunity attack on it, Briar, but it is technically flanking with you and Azriel. It is going to attack Azriel. That hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, that hits it pretty solid. You kind of like catch it in the side and the creature kind of Let's out like this like moaning sound as it just moves down the hallway silently. Uh, Azriel, you are standing in the tree. It is going to try to hit you. Your armor class? 18. It just like punches towards you and you duck to one side and it just like this like 
gaseous fist explodes off the wall behind you. The creature is chuffed. Uh, that is the end of its turn. You and Briar can now feel this like cold, decaying aura enveloping the two of you. Like chuffed in a good way or a bad way? Uh, it's upset. It doesn't like that. Snow in the Mountain, it's your turn. Alright, well, hearing all this commotion while I'm trying to sleep, I'm going to grab my bow and run out into the hall. Alright, so from where you're standing currently, you can see a little bit of the shadow. It does have about um, three quarters cover from just based on the, the angle. You're like trying to shoot it from around the corner. Got it. So, what is that? Disadvantage? Uh, I believe that gives it plus five to its eight. Yeah. Eef. So, you can move again if you have more movement speed and kind of like get, get down the hall towards it um, and get rid of that. So, you can move five more feet. So, instead of moving where you were, you could have moved right there and then five more feet and then it would just have half cover. There you go. Go ahead and roll for I'm barking on sorry. Computer's being slow. That does not hit. You like shoot through it as it's like stooping forward to get at Azrael, and it just dunk into the wall behind. Uh is that the end of your turn? Yes. Alright. Ezreal, it is your turn. Uh, you are technically flanking with Briar. Alright. Uh, well, she's going to attack it. Uh... That hits. So she gets one with her side, one with her hand, or an unarmed strike, um, and she's just kind of just trying to beat into it. Alright. Just like cutting and striking at it. You're like, you're hitting it, just not as well as you would like. The creature is still kind of beginning to lose its form, but it's just not enough is what it feels. Um, well, I'm not moving from the door, so I'm, right. my back is against the door. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be my side, but yeah, I'm staying where I am. The decaying aura just, like, drains your life from you. You take seven necrotic damage. Uh, and you do note that the creature seems to reform slightly when it does... So does it look like, because she has a similar ability with her fang um, uh, bite, yeah, is that what it looks similar. like? Okay. Yeah. Javid, it's your turn. Alright, I'm going to 
rush up next to it and strike it boldly and with purpose. Bonus two weapon strike. That, uh, so don't That's forget, me. you are rolling with advantage. So go ahead and roll that again. You ro you rolled a crit on the last one, and it did, wouldn't have affected it much. But go ahead and roll again. Okay, so that would hit. Roll damage. You step into the range and just like twirling and, and like jabbing with your short swords, you're like cleaving pieces of it away. Um, but the aura has like drawn you in now, and you can feel it like starting to draw your health away. I'm going to uh, step back. Alright. It is going to try to hit you. does hit you, but it did not roll well. You take two points of necrotic damage as like this like fist like twists around and catches you in the um, but uh, you are going to, your strength is reduced by one point as it just like sucks the energy out of you. Demitari, it is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna move first um, to try to see it. Alright, so you can see it from there, uh, but it does have about three quarters cover. So unless you do something that requires just a save on its part, you're gonna. It has plus five to its AC. Leaves you say it was a minus uh, two on strength? Uh, minus one. It only rolled minus up. It's two. a 1d4 and right. it rolled a one. Uh, it was two points of necrotic damage, but it rolled a one on its uh, reducing your strength. Okay, I'm going to use Arcane Recovery um, so that I can cast Magic Missile again. Alright, go for it. It looks like 10 damage. 10 damage. Three bolts just like shoot forward from your fingertips, striking. It is just like barely corporeal at this point. It is like just this like shimmering shadow in front of. Um, that ends my turn. Alright. Briar, it is your turn. Uh, 
let's try and take advantage of his weakness and smash it. So I'm gonna try and hit it with my axe. Alright. Oh, you do have advantage, so roll again. Unfortunately, that doesn't quite hit. You like are like trying to cut at it, and the creature seems to like shift and shimmer in front of you to the point where you're not quite sure exactly where it is as you swing. Um, it is. You can feel it like draining the energy out of you. Is at the end of your turn. Would you like to stay standing there? Um, I'm gonna disengage. All right. So you don't need to disengage. Um, you can just step back. It did use its reaction for Javid, um, so you'd be able to just step back. Okay. Uh, is this still draining? No, you're good. Oh, I want to interject for a second, if that's cool. Um, I just read that it looks like with my arcane recovery, I needed to have done that right after a short rest. Um, obviously, just now did it, so unless you want to be nitpicky. Um, we'll leave it for now. Just, I guess, remember later. Um, I did not know that. Thanks for uh, pointing that out. Uh, yeah, that would be Trey pointing that out. But we can, I guess, assume for now that I just recovered it during the last short rest, and I'll pay more attention next time. Yes, so you would have gotten it back during the short rest. I don't know how many spell slots you have. I don't think it's one. You definitely have more than that, so... Uh, I get two, but I only okay. get to recover one, so that's that's all I did. So it shouldn't be a problem yeah. now. I just wanted to clarify. Okay, so you haven't spent your arcane recovery, and you are just now... You've used both of the spell slots that you had from the last short rest. All right. Nope, works for me. Okay, cool. She basically retroactively used her arcane recovery, saying that on the last short rest, she recovered the one spell slot that she used. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, Onyx, it is your turn. The creature is near death. One step over, I'm going to hit him with another cold er, ray of frost. Okay, so I will say that you did note that the ray of frost was not super effective last time. I'm not getting close to it. Okay. Well, that hits. Roll damage. Hell yeah. You, like, freeze another section of it, and it just powers through it. Uh, what does Ray of Frost do, actually? Does it give disadvantage on attack? Or that's just... It reduces time? movement speed by 10. Okay. Alright, is that the end of your turn? Yep, that's all I got. Alright. The shade is going to punch towards. Your AC is 18, correct? That is correct. Alright. It punches into you, and you take 6 necrotic damage. She's down. Alright. Uh, additionally. Keeps rolling once. You reduce your strength by 1. Alright. Uh, it is going to move towards the door and try to jingle the lock. Uh, it is trying to get inside. Snow of the Mountain. Actually, it can fit through small spaces. You watch as it, like, shrinks down back into its, like, non-corporeal, like, sliding form. Slides underneath the door. Uh, Snow, it's your turn. Oh, hell no! 
So it's no longer in the hall, right? Correct. I feel like I didn't get a turn between the two hits. Uh, it was you, and then Javid, Dimitari, Briar, on Yeah, so... No, no, no. So, like, I... So, no, I remember I was at full health. It hit me down to three. I was thinking about doing my Fang bite on my next turn. I'm I'm pretty sure I did not get a turn. You you attacked between uh, used its king aura on, and then Javid. Oh, so uh, it yeah. wasn't its turn when it attacked me. Uh, so the decaying aura is not its turn. That is if you end your turn within five feet of it. So that was how it hit you. Okay. 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 So it is. So it is it now is in, in. Yep, it's in the Cosmere's room. room. Yep. I'm gonna do a precursory check on the door to see if it's locked. If it is, I'm gonna kick it open. It is locked. Um. Unfortunately. The door does not give. You like slam your foot into it and it just like a little bit and that's it. Alright. So that would count as an action, right? Uh, yeah, it would. Somebody get over here and get this door open. Uh, Azrael, it's your turn, so I need you to make a death saving throw. Also, I'm gonna step back to so free up the door. That is a fail. Death draws, draws near. Uh, Javid, this is your turn. Do a um, medicine check to see if I can stabilize Azrael. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. She is definitely stabilized. All right. I'll say, all right. We've got to to get um, get to Casimir before the the shade does. Get in that door, and I'll holler through the door. Casimir, Casimir, can you hear us? There's no response. Dimitari, it is your turn. Did I see the shade go in the door? Yeah, you would have seen it disappear. Kind of just a little bit around the corner, but you can see it. You know it's gone in there. Sorry, I am at a point where I <laughs> have nothing I can really do here, so... So, um, I have thieve tools on me, although I think 
Javid would know I have these tools on me, so if someone wants to pick them up and try to use them... I have these tools as well, but... Is there someone else having to do saving throws right now? Nope. Uh, no one's making saving throws currently. Uh, Azrael is unconscious, but stable. Uh, and... You could get near the door and offer to do the help action, like ready to help action for anyone that tries to get in, whether it's kicking the door down or kicking the lock. You could do that. Right. I didn't think that my speed, like my movement, I guess, can I dash? or Because I think um, I already did 30 feet. Because I think if um, I dash that... Yeah, you could get one square further, which is close enough, I guess. Okay, up to you. So, uh, yeah, if that's something you're cool with, then I'll I'll just try to help them knock the door in. Okay. Alright, Briar, it is your turn. Door knocker extraordinaire. I'm gonna knock that door real good. Alright, I'm gonna rage, and I'm gonna try and break it down. Alright, so you do have an advantage on your athletics check to knock it down. We're just gonna here's Johnny it. Go for it. Alright. Here we go. Alright, this one. And then I mean You've advantage, so go ahead and roll again, just so you can do higher. Okay. Oh, same roll. Alright. You just like is it, is it adding the uh plus two? For the rage. Uh, it's plus. It's adding five to your roll, so I don't know if that's correct. Alright, let's see. I think it is. It's in one d ten plus four, so no, it's not adding the rage. The okay. rage is supposed to be with uh, strength checks and saving throws, not attacks, and then plus two to melee damage. Just so right. when you roll damage, you'll add another two. Yeah. So, roll damage? Uh, sure. Okay. So, another two. So. Alright. That is enough. Ten damage. You just, like smash your battle axe into the door and it just like cleaves down the middle like one of the hinges like falls away revealing the inside it's you know a dark unlit room damn it I lost connection here alright so your battle axe cleaves down the center of the door, just like splitting it in two. Both of the halves fall away, opening the room. Okay. 
that are Russian. You see, as soon as you open the door, is Casimir on the bed, kind of like half on, half off, lying there. The shadow is like partially formed by an open window, it's swung inside. There's like drapes kind of fluttering in the wind, and the shadow just kind of fades. You guys are no longer in initiative. Shit. Hmm. So I run in and uh, check Casimir's vitals. Is he still alive, breathing, he is heartbeat? very dead. Uh, go ahead and give yeah. me a medicine check just to figure it out. Can I fit out that window? Um, you could. I'm going to pop out the window and see if uh, I can at least see where it went. I mean, I don't really have dark vision or anything, but... Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Um, it is with disadvantage. Also, I would like to run up to the window and see if I could possibly catch it within 10 feet of me. I don't know if that's a thing. Alright. Uh, sure. Dimitari, go ahead and give me a perception check as well. Just to see if you can spot it. Javid, as you inspect his body, you notice at his throat, there's about a three-inch wide cut in his neck. And that is all the wounds that he has. It's kind of like oozing blood down his body. Both of you looking out the window, you do not see anything. It is a dark, stormy night. Nothing to be seen. Looking back into the room... Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna try to pull Azrael back into her room and get her set up in the bed. Alright. Um, in the room with, uh, Casimir's body, you can see his backpack in one corner, and it is, like, slashed open, strewn everywhere. There's books and scrolls tossed across the floor. I'm gonna look for the maps. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. After not seeing the shadow or the shade, I'm gonna go into his room as well. Alright. You do not find the map. And as each of you is performing your various actions, kind of tending to Azriel, searching the room, looking outside, you suddenly blink and find yourselves in the rain, looking up at Obrix's Crystal Tavern, where you were some hours prior. And that's where we're going to stop for the week. What the fuck? Some hours prior? You telling exactly me this is the dream? You, exactly where you had been standing before you went inside. Are you telling me this is a dream? It doesn't feel like a dream. This entire campaign is just Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> are we injured the same as... Alright, so you guys, uh, when we come back next week, you guys are going to be level 2. Um, but your hit points are going to be reduced based on where you were when you started.
So Azrael, you're going to be down 8 hit points from whatever full is for level 2. Uh, Onox is down 6 hit points, and uh, Snow is down 8. The damage from this last battle, or damage from when we first showed up? Damage from when you first showed up. Are we oh mid? my god. <laughs> it we... was either a dream, some type of test sequence to see how we would act. Are we manual rolling hit points or are we Um you can do average if you'd like. Um, but go ahead and go ahead and roll for it. If you'd like. I'll be taking average. But yeah, so you guys are level two. Healing spells. Hope you guys had fun.